Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Welcome back. Oh, yeah, man, how you doing? You good? I know you like that. Click. Here we go. Tech, techno, technology, tech what? Technology. Jesus Christ. Tech- no, we're going to have to talk to you about this weed situation. It's called Scar. It's, I scar-ca- think it's beginning scar-cas- to affect your life. Scarcasm? It's called Scarborough, man. Come on, brother. <laughs> <sighs> okay, guys. <laughs> um, it's been a very tumultuous past hour. All right? It's been a fucking a lot. Hour? Come on. This has been happening from, like, from early. From I don't know. Sunrise. I don't Sunday. know what's like happening right now. But all I know is we're fucking back. We're back. We're here. Uh, welcome back to the Extra Gravy Show. I'm Marlon. I'm Norm. I'm and we are joined by We Need to Talk host Zamor. What's up, man? How you doing? Not much. I'm good. You feeling good? I'm good. Yeah? Did Mr. you box Zamor? today? I didn't. No boxing funny, today? No boxing today. But funny story, before I came on the, <laughs> before I came on the show, I was talking to my girl. And I'm like, oh, I want to be on my friend's podcast today. Mm. And she's like, oh, like the, the side of gravy show? The side like, of gravy. Side she of gentrified gravy. our show. <laughs> Jesus. I was like, I was like, no. The side <laughs> of gravy show? I just let her have it. Perhaps. I just let her have it. I'm just like, it's an extra gravy show. <laughs> this is the side of gravy show. I'm balling. <laughs> Can I have a side of gravy on my rice? Please, please. Yeah, that is, wow. That's that's a lot, but um, I just want to let you know. I don't know if you were aware of this. Boxing is actually not that physically taxing at all. Um, it's not that physically demanding of a sport. So I don't think I should be impressed by all this. You saw that, right? I saw them on Twitter and I retweeted. I'm like, I saw you go ahead. I was like, this is one of the most retarded things I've ever seen in my life. See, he felt that strongly about it. If if. I I I, suge- I suggest people or encourage people to try and punch for twenty seconds straight, nonstop, as fast as you can, as hard as you can, and see how the fuck that feels. <laughs> Nigga, I, I'm having trouble these days. Straight? Humping twenty seconds straight. <laughs> Shit, <laughs> throwing punches? Jeez. That's, that's no like, that's no motivation there for me at all. Yeah, there's none. Thrusting now. <laughs> are you southpaw? Right? Or are you righty? Uh, I'm righty. Alrighty. Yeah, okay. alrighty. Nice. Okay. I'm ambidextrous. Well, what do you train? I slap uh, ass with both huff. hands, baby. Huff? Yeah. You got Jeez. you huffing and puffing in there? Pretty much. Jeez. Sound like dirty talk over here. <laughs> you got you huffing and puffing over there, big boy. Yeah. And it's all for leisure and just like to yeah, keep stay fit? Or you? Um, Floyd Mayweather. Nah, I've been. <laughs> like, nah, when I moved, I moved here from uh, from England, Stratford. When mm. I was like Stratford, yeah. Yeah, when I was seven, like mm. in '99. Okay. Stratford, um, in it. I didn't. I didn't know anyone here, so my mom was just like, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna put you in something after school." So she put my brother in like art school. Yeah. And then she put me in like this karate school, which is like <laughs> right next to each other. Okay. Nice. So things could have been very different, and she just yeah, went yeah, the other way. Well, and then, why, um, why did she? Ch- 
It was, she didn't even let you guys choose. She was just like, you're karate. Maybe she just no, noticed these no, things in them. No, no, she, I'm pretty sure she asked. Yeah. And at the time, I was just like, oh, I just want to do this. Just, she basically That's, brought us in front of both places. I, and yeah. she's like, where do you guys want to I go? could bring your brother for choosing art because yeah. not a lot of kids that age would Would've be like, that, yo, right? I want to go there and draw. Yeah. Like, so he did that. I did karate. And especially then, uh, with karate as another option. Like yeah. what? Usually young, especially young black men would choose. That's true. Okay. Well, yeah. They choose. I don't know about. I was going to say, I chose graffiti over the karate, man. I, well, my well, yeah, you're just defying karate, science. Like, I'm, right doing, I'm, I'm out there. <laughs> Give me that marker, man. I want to freaking. It's like, I will not be a stereotype. <laughs> <laughs> no, all my family's fighting. My mom's a black belt Sphinx master karate. Uh, Sphinx karate master. Did she ever pull that out, like, to bust okay. your ass? Yo, are you ready for this story? Oh, Yo, my God. This is actually exclusive, exclusive, exclusive. Premiere, premiere, premiere. Okay, so Centerville, Center Island. Center Island. We're in Canada. We're in Canada. I'm six years old. Six years old. I'm with, like, three of my other cousins. And we're oh, in front of family for the octopus. Okay? okay, this is that thing that moves. It's got eight arms and spins Now is around. the line full? The line is long as shit. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Added stress. I say six folds, six folds all the way long. Boom. So this is actually one of my first encounters with a West Indian woman. I don't know why I assumed she was Jamaican, but I just had a feeling because she. Because you're racist. Yeah, maybe I was racist. <laughs> I, maybe I was racist at five. At years five years old, old you were a racist, racist cunt. However, <laughs> well, it, 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 I, anyhow, and you're on an island too. Wow, okay. come on, brother. <laughs> so, anyways, we're almost in the front of the front of the line, right? Yeah. Ready to go in. Okay, right? so you've been there for a while. We've been there. For four a kids. While. She's by herself, chaperoning. My mother and four kids. Jesus, Me Lord, have cousins. mercy. And you're right? five. I'm five. Are you the oldest there? I'm the youngest. You're the youngest, youngest there. I'm the youngest. Okay. Okay. And this woman, this bigger woman, she got these big hula hoop earrings looking super bashment. Okay. Bashment. <laughs> so she's just cutting through, pushing through, pushing through. I read and it. she just fucking pushes right through us and then just stands in the front, right in front of my mom with like. I guess her homegirls, which are a Jesus. younger set of, like, really young. Black privilege. Young, She's using right? her black privilege. I could tell they were younger. That's like, black privilege, you know. <laughs> early 20s. Push it in know? front of the line is black privilege. I'm going to let you know that right now. I didn't gotten in front of a lot of white people just because I'm black. Like, they didn't want to question me. I don't know what it was. Right. So this is where I know, like, my, my half of me being a comedian and having that boldness comes from like my mother because now that I come to think about it when all these people were just kind of like huffing and puffing with while she was pushing yeah. through everybody yeah. like not saying anything my mom's like uh excuse me you cannot do that yeah. right and the girl just shut up just shut up, sucked her teeth right like ma'am like smoke right on her shoulder excuse me ma'am hey right? wow she's like lot if she if she even touches if she taught like straight to Toronto, to go, right? Straight Toronto, straight Toronto Jeez. girl, like, hood. like yo, if she, she touches me, dog, yo, fam. If she wants smoke, like, but fam wasn't a thing then. It was more like, was like yo, guy, yo, guy, yo, guy, yo, guy, yo, man, yo, man. This kettle bomb touches me on my fucking shoulder one this more time. Bomb. Like, this kettle bomb, this looting. My mom's like. Excuse me, you cannot do that, right? And when she's tapping her on the shoulder, the woman turns around, 
grabs my mother by the finger and tries to like twist her up, right? My mom pulls back. She says, I don't want any trouble, huh? Hey, <laughs> she gave that Jackie Chan warning like, I don't want trouble. I'm just trying to tell you it's not right. I don't right? want trouble. And when she put her finger in her face, yeah, it's like Trix's joke. That's why Trix's joke kills me every time. Yeah. So she puts her finger in the woman's face again, and the woman goes to grab it again, and my mom, like one of the first moves I remember learning in Sphinx Karate, the ridge hand strike. Okay. okay. <laughs> People can see it's like the same hand you 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 cup your hand like to you drink some water. water. Okay. Right. Uh, imagine taking uh -huh. that hand and thrusting that forward into the neck. Into the neck. All right. Just so the first thing she did was, so when the woman went to grab her finger, she pulled back and did this move where she, she did a, a inner leg kick oh. right into her, into her, into her, into her chip. Mom's right. on some like Steven Seagal right? shit, you know, dog. Straight up, it was a tap. It was a Yo, quick yeah. tap. So, but the quick tap just set her up like this. So then she went, oh. So when she like went low, my mom just hit her once in the throat. And it was like, oh That's chess, oh you know? God. And she just fell to the dog, ground. Your mom played chess and my mom's in five like, seconds. Guys, let's go! And we just we just walked out. She's like, let's go. We got up there. And then we just left. <laughs> you guys went up straight to the ferry? No, we didn't go to the ferry. We just left the line. Oh, it's okay. like, no, we got up here now. Yo, wow. dog. <laughs> that is sorted. She didn't sort. She sorted that person like, out. You can't stay in that line after. Like, you can't, you can't stay in that line. Unless everyone starts clapping like a movie, you got to kind of leave. Yeah. You got to get one slow clap in there like, yeah, she <laughs> fucked with me too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And everyone's just fucking <laughs> clapping. Then like, she's like, yeah, I don't care. Yeah. No, I just remember the oh. And then when the, you heard the oh, like, it was like, okay, this is pre-world star, pre-all that shit. So like, yeah. that oh was like, yo, I can't wait to tell this little Chinese That's crazy. Lady. Like, no, she yeah. was Filipino, but whatever. It was, that was, that's when I, was, I knew. I'm like, okay, karate's pretty cool. That's amazing. You know, but I'm still a graffiti artist. Can your mom still pull out <laughs> those moves need be? Oh man, my mom. My mom could like, yeah. She's got little moves with the one hand, like yeah. this little wrist thing she used to do Jeez. all the time. Some wing chun. She's too sweet. Oh, Some wing chun. Yeah. Oh goddamn. Yeah, oh man, how's your weeks, everybody? Jeez. Good weeks. Great weeks. I had a fucking great weekend. It's summer, man. Mm. It's, it's uh, yeah. It's, it's finally starting to become summer. summer I realized. I feel like that last, like, unfortunate incident with Smoke Dog was really, like, a tipping point for a lot of people. Yeah. And it seems to have, um, for lack of a better word, died down. Like, it's like... Mm. Simmered down. Simmered down. There we go. Um, Settled. Simmered. Simmered. Uh, and, yeah, I just had a, I had a great weekend. Um, went some birthday stuff. And, yeah, it was just a good weekend. I'm hosting a wedding this weekend coming up. It's wedding season. Good old weddings, man. Good old weddings, is right? It, is, it a, is it a mixed it's race a wedding? high school friend. I mean, no, elementary school friend. What? Yeah, we, went, we were in grade eight together. Yeah. Funny story. I've, I've, if you guys followed my YouTube and, and you've been following for a while, you guys remember this story. Um, the first time I ever got suspended. So, basically, to make this long story short, um, some kids were watching porn in, in the class. It was lunchtime. Some kids. Some kids. Some kids. I ain't no snitch. I ain't no snitch. And I'm going to show you why that's important. <laughs> so they're watching porn. We're just going on porn sites because you couldn't really watch porn then. 
There was yeah. no videos on yet. <laughs> Literally, you had to wait for the vi- the page yeah, to, load to load bit by bit so you could see the full nakedness. Like, yeah. And they had the volunteer parents there that patrolled the hallways during lunch. And obviously, you have you always have those one or two that are just so evil, like you just hate them. <laughs> right? Just so happens that one is there today. She's patrolling our area. So... These guys are on the porn or whatever. It's a man running dominoes. It's lunchtime. Like, everybody's just doing their own thing. I walk over to the niggas watching porn. Because I thought man's were really on um, candy stand. Do you remember Math Circus? I remember Math Circus. <laughs> Millie's Math House, all of them. But I thought man's were playing pool on candy stand. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to walk over and get, get next or whatever. Go over there, I see titties. This is the first time in my life that I've seen porn. Like, titties on road. I'm not at home. It didn't come on in a movie by accident, and my mom covered my eyes. Like, this is, we're out here. We out here, dog. Um, And then, so I'm looking. And I will never forget, we were on Einstein.com. What? Yeah. Einstein? It was called Einstein.com. This is like, that's how you know the internet was young. People were naming shit, whatever. <laughs> so they were na- you'd name things, like you'd name websites, things that you'd think people would go to just so they'd show up there in case. Because you didn't know, people didn't know what the internet was capable of. Yeah. Um, so it was like a clickbait kind of porn site now that I think about it. And then, so standing there, lunch lady walks in. The guy that I, is the groom, he's playing dominoes with a bunch of guys. He jokingly, he didn't mean, like, he didn't mean to get us in trouble, but jokingly stands upon his seat and goes, look. <laughs> Literally did exactly like that. Like, look. Like, it was super fake or whatever, and it was, but it was funny. People started laughing. She turns around, because she was walking, she was on her way walking out. She turns around, says, what's so funny? Sees him pointing, he puts his hand down, and she sees where he was pointing. So she starts walking over to the computer. I'm watching all this unfold and not realizing that Madam have got up from the seats and are cutting, like leaving the scene. So I'm the only man at the computer now. Porn's on the on there. Back then, you click one porn, close. 20, 20 other open. 20, yeah. 20, 20 other open. Like, oh, I'm like, oh, fuck. So I'm nah. clicking, clicking, clicking. None of them are going away. Dicks are popping up now. All types of shit. Like things I've never seen before. Mind you, this is the first time I've ever witnessed porn. The all, Dragon Moon X popped up. Nigga. I was like, this is wild. This guy can't process anything wow. in this moment. Yo. Bro, so my last thought process, I'm like, okay, I got to I gotta turn off the computer. So I'm holding down the power button. And she, and she walks, walks over, and as she gets to where I am, it, she sees it for like two, three seconds. Enough time for her to go, oh my. And I, the computer shut off then. And I'm like, I'm there caught red-handed. She sends me down to the office. I get in trouble. And it's all because of that, nigga. Fuck you, Emilio. <laughs> you son of a bitch. And um, yeah, and it's, it's even better because the bride is someone we both went to school with as well. We're in, the same, we're in that class together. Like, I don't know if they met there, but I was there before they were even, like, had a crush on each other. Like, they were talking to each other, had different boyfriends and girlfriends. So it's just, 
crazy. Now they have a kid. Like it's it's amazing. And so there's gonna be a lot of high uh, high school elementary friends there. Almost like a reunion. Yeah, it's gonna feel like a reunion. It's gonna be really dope. It's gonna be a lot of henny. I'm gonna be really on the prowl for some single ladies at the wedding. I don't blame you. Because I know that that is uh, quite the aphrodisiac for uh, the young ladies. Oh, weddings. Yo, aside weddings you can get. Come on, other than church. Wedding oh, pussy. Weddings. Easy. Church pussy really. Church bad. pussy, hella, hella Funerals. easy. Funerals. <laughs> I go really to church this Sunday. Slap something, something by Tuesday. I swear to God. Is it for really like that? That is church. Wow. These girls are in there subdued. What church? Held back. Bring me, to that, bring me to that church, bro. Come on. What the fuck? Yo, aside from that situation, have you ever like been caught watching porn? Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. I told that story on here before. I, I refuse to do it again. I'll just say it. Yo, I'm going to give you the coast notes. I'm going to give you the coast notes, okay? <laughs> just as he's about to bust, my dad Pop walks in. So he pulls the shit in, and it's like slowly. And my dad asks me, what's going on? And it's slowly like, seeping out like a and baby. And I'm busting while bro. talking to he's my like, father. Nothing pops. Oh. <laughs> Needless to say, I'm going to need therapy in about 10 years. So. This nigga was looking him in the eyes. Like, I look my dad in his soul, bro. While he's talking to me, these guys like, uh, man, like, what's going on in here? You? <laughs> Yo, fuck you, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I got two stories. I got two. That's horrible. I got two stories. I <laughs> this conversation just remind me of that I never told anyone. Oh, I don't think geez. my brothers even know this. Oh shit. my, this is extremely exclusive, 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 exclusive. Well, premiere, premiere, premiere. So I remember, yo, this is when I was like, it must have been like early high school, when prime like. Beating your meat time was when everyone was gone. Oh my house, god, right? still is. <laughs> still, still is. is. So everyone leaves from my house, right? Ain't that right, Tim? <laughs> 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 everyone leaves from my house, and you know, I pull out, I pull out the laptop. And the way I would watch porn, I don't know about you niggas, but the way I would watch porn is I would run my own kind of like fucking playlist bracket tournament. <laughs> <laughs> You have like multiple. You, I gotta hear this. You gotta like you. It, you separate them. No, Chris Rock. Chris Rock basically said it perfectly when he's talking about like his addiction to porn. Yeah. He's like, I I would make my own like porn cocktail. Like I want like a girl with a fat ass that spoke Spanish or some shit. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, so yeah, like, yeah. I'd be watching porn and I What's would. What's your I'd porn process? And then I'd see like in related videos something else that looked. Oh, dumb. that happens so, all the time. Yeah. So. Yeah. Open another tab, and then next thing I know, I'm at like ten tabs, yeah, yeah. and I gotta narrow oh, it down. Because yeah. it's slowing down the oh, internet yeah. too. Now you're like, okay, who are the final contestants? Yeah. This nigga's at, this nigga got his porn lined up, and he's like Tyra Banks with the sheet, like, come forward, <laughs> step forward. You've made it to the next round. Congratulations. So, so this was happening. I'm fucking. I'm going. I'm going through. I'm going through it. And I want to get into it at this point. <laughs> and I'm brazen because no one's home. Oh, so I Jesus. have my door. My door is wide open. And were you winning the pool? No, no, no. I wasn't winning the pool. Winnie the pool. If you're winning the pool, it's a wrap. So anyway, I'm on my bed. I'm doing my thing. And I didn't hear anyone oh come inside the this house. This guy's locked right? in. So I'm, yo, <laughs> He's in the tunnel. I'm carpet the tunnel. I have carpal tunnel. All I can see is screen. This is locked in. This guy's autistic to jerk it up. So I'm doing. <laughs> he sees nothing else. So I'm doing my thing. I'm doing my thing, and 
all I see is a blur of like my mom oh. walk by the room real quick. She, she forgot something in her room. And I like fucking tuck oh my dick my away, like pull up my pants real quick. And I just sat down the bed. Because you don't know what to do. I just sat, no, but the thing is, to this day, I don't think she saw, like, she walked by so quickly because she was in a rush. Oh my god, she saw. She saw. She saw you, bro. She saw, she, she, saw, she, saw, she knew you're a young man and she's just not ready for that conversation. Have you ever brought it up to her, mom? Could you, are you, do you guys talk about things like that? Could you talk oh, about never. some things like that? Never. No, right? So, Lord have mercy. Remember that time I was jerking off? <laughs> that situation <laughs> happened. I was like, oh shit. Like, I so hope that's a left. wedding story for you. She left. Like, she walked back. She left. Like, she said bye and whatever. So I'm like, okay, cool. She didn't see anything. Probably like three weeks later, I'm fucking. Do you guys remember, like, the Rogers had. Uh, it had like the movie network or some uh, shit like that. Yes. Yeah, right? channels. certain channels and shit. Yeah. So, but what was fucked up is like during the day they would just play like regular movies, mm. but then as soon as it hit midnight, yep. like, it's a wrap. Fucking oh, yeah, it's all. Like, they, they didn't show no climaxes. They don't show no climax. Yeah, they never show climax. I remember. I remember. I wasn't jerking off, but I'm watching a movie and I pass out at like eleven thirty. On the same channel that porn was about to come oh on, right? God. So when I pass out and my mom comes down to the basement, and I just she just wakes me up and she's like she's like go to your room she's like go to your room, and I'm she's like basically pushing, pushing me upstairs like and I'm like I just woke up like why are you pushing me yeah. so much? I go to my bed, I wake up the next morning and I go downstairs <laughs> and I turn on the TV, and I realize what channel is on. I'm sitting there I'm like, who's watching last night? Did I fall asleep on? And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> and I, like, I, I actually went to my mom, and I'm just like, um, yo, I wasn't watching porn last night, just so you know. Yo, I want to make that a shit. She, she's like, I don't want to talk about it. She's like, I don't want to talk about it. I want to make that a shit. I don't want to talk about so it. So if she like, didn't so, want to talk about it, then that means she for sure saw you jerking off. She could have. Dog, she it. saw that. But like, I don't know. This guy walked in the room like, mom, it wasn't what it looked like. <laughs> I fell asleep just, just with porn on the, the TV. Mom, I was watching Rush Hour and... <laughs> go to your room! Fuck, bro. Oh, no, I'll never don't go to your room. I mean, I mean I don't, I don't, just, just go! Touch just go! I'll never forget that. Yeah. We're buying new furniture. Oh, man. I, I, man, I, f- I feel bad for anybody that has, you know, two to three boys, like any parents... Around yeah, the same age, boys. too? Jesus, like, niggas be jerking off simultaneously in different rooms. <laughs> my God. <laughs> that laundry, oh, crazy. Every, every room oh, smelled like Javex. Yeah, <laughs> well, shout out to moms out there washing come out their kids' clothes. Yeah, you know? man. You're so, oh, if your son man, got some boxes that smell like Ajax. But it's just like But shit. that's some real shit. You, you gotta do your own laundry. You're, no. You know what though? Actually, I'm not gonna lie. I started doing laundry once I knew that I was coming on shit, and I'm like, I don't want my mom to have to. So, so masturbation actually like led to me becoming a more responsible human being. Wow. I mean, that's what it normally does, <laughs> right? Exactly. Masturbation stops murders. Stops <laughs> it, it bad keeps, people from coming over. It, it <laughs> prevents that rape. That is so I guess. real. Yeah. That is so real. <laughs> masturbation <laughs> is actually a very responsible thing to do. It's very healthy. Self care, right? Sybil's getting his self care on. Oh my! Oh my! God! What's your What's the side of, of choice right now? What's your What's your porn? Got the week off. Oh my goodness! 
beating that thing up like I owe him money. That shit owe you money. <laughs> and that shit owe you money this week. <laughs> Where my money? <laughs> Where my money, nigga? <laughs> oh my god. Nigga, you play with me? Nigga pulls dunk it in the water. <laughs> Talk to me. <laughs> Waterboarding my dick is crazy. Now we have the episode title. Sybil's back. Sybil's back on his grizzly. Waterboard my dick with 23 minutes in. Wow, that's amazing. Oh, there's something else we do every week. It's about that time. It's been about two weeks, three. It's our good youth of the week. Ah, oh, you're such a good youth. I can't clap right now. Sybil's gonna clap. That was the old <laughs> from, from jerking off, waterboarding my dick to the good youth of the week. This is how we transition people, get used to it. <laughs> segways, segways, segways. Um, okay, so we got a couple candidates. I want you guys to choose one. Okay? All right. First, we have Patricia Okoumu. I think that's Okoumu. Oko. How do you pronounce that? Okuma. See, I'm gonna say Okuma. Okuma. Yeah, Patricia Okuma. I'm gonna say that. She climbed the Statue of Liberty. You guys heard about that? Oh yes, yes, yes. Climbed the Statue of Liberty, and when asked, you know, why she did it, she's like, I'm not coming down until the children are released. In the reference to the immigrant children being detained at the border. Yeah. And um. My favorite part of this entire story was when the reporters were talking to her and she was like, you know, my first lady said when, we, when they go low, we go high. And I went as high as I could. And I was like, jeez. And this woman is actually like an activist. Like she's been working um, with, she's been doing activism like past 15 years or something like that. She's been engaged. Um, so she's just another black female superhero. No big deal. They're just like popping up everywhere, right? I mean, she said, yo, the pose was what killed me. She sat up there, leg crossed, like, no, nah, I'm good, fam. Thanks. Shout out like, yo, I'm good, dog. Just... Yeah, like the caption or the picture. That, that she was chilling. That like, is iconic. Everybody, like, that is iconic. In all their armor and their helmets. Like, that is the picture I would have liked to see Rosa Parks on the bus with. You know what I mean? Like, that was an iconic picture that will live on, if, especially. If, is that going to be on a New York's quarter? Eventually, a New York nickel. No, definitely not. Or they don't love New us York. that much. Uh, they give <laughs> us Harry Tubman just to remind us. You know what I mean? Uh, you could put, like, come on. If we're being honest, like, who would you put as a black woman on the bill? Would you choose Harry Tubman? We got Violetta. I'm, I'm putting Cardi B on that bitch, to be honest. Yeah. No, just anybody. Anybody ever. And you said Cardi B. Maybe uh, Mary uh, Kerry Washington. Hey, hey, Mary, hey, Auntie Mary on the on the fifty. Auntie Mary. Auntie Mary on the fifty, nigga. I was gonna say Lauren Hill. You put Lil Mama, Lil Mama on the one. Yo, you don't have a Lil Mama for me, like that could work, dog. No? That could work. It's a Lil Mama. It's a one eyes. I like this game. Who would you put on your hundred dollar bill? Yeah. To all the killers in the hundred dollar. Yeah, I'm gonna go with a woman, black woman. Beyonce, Beyonce on the hundred. 
Beyonce's? Some Beyonce's? Mmm. What about like some real like crazy like Cleopatra and Nefertiti like crazy royalty? Mm. You're going Hotep. It's too Hotep for me. I'll, I'll throw Emil DeMarcos on the freaking peso. On the Philippine peso. Because she got a thousand kicks in her closet. Um, who else? Rihanna? Rihanna be on the 20. She'd be nice on the 20. Lil' Kim. Yeah. Lil' Kim would be interesting because you'd have to change her face every couple of years. Money is money evolving? No? You got to adjust it. Maybe you got to take that into account. That means none of the Kardashians could be on it. If we're doing that. yeah, It's unfortunate. Um, so, yep, I don't know how we got here, but yeah. <laughs> next year. Okay. Next, next good youth, Andrew Wiggins, is running a free basketball camp from ages 7 to 17 at Vaughn Secondary, his old school. Um, it's really dope that he's doing this for the community. Um, it's great to see these guys come and give back. And it's, it's with him, like, he, I watched him while he was, like, a kid at my basketball games, shooting around at halftime. So, like, I know how important just, like, being able just to get in the gym because you don't get that much time in the gym in, in Toronto. Like, you can't – look, how many times have you looked for a run? There's an open ball run. Like, you got to pay someone or some shit. Like, there's just no place where kids can just go play ball. Yo, me and my boy were talking about this yesterday. Like, we were, we were playing soccer last night. Yeah. For whatever reason, the field that we were at, the light stayed on until midnight. That's which, nice. Which is crazy. Like, yeah. It's unusual. Yeah. Right? And there's, there's two, they have two basketball courts that are next to the field. Yeah. And the lights there were off. Of course. I'm just like, man, like, why don't, why don't they have lights? More white course, people so play soccer than basketball. That's well, why. for real. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> I mean, I, mean, what I, was thinking. I don't want to be that guy. But... coming out at night, but I'm like, yo, come on. Like. I don't want to be that Taiwan guy, man. Taiwan has fucking, like, when they have a basketball court, there's, like, 12 in a row. That's amazing. Yeah. And I'm just like, how? I've seen those overhead pictures, like, yeah. that kind of like, like what he takes. Yeah. yeah. Where they have take pictures of, like, basketball. I swear you were the one posting, like, a bunch of different basketball courts around the world. Yeah. But you were posting ones around the world, no? Yeah. Or there's a page that I can't remember. But, yeah, there's some. I know in, in parts of. Um, Thailand, that there's some crazy looking ball courts. Um, who else do we have? Um, oh, yeah, Oprah. Billion dollar deal. Oprah got a billion dollar deal? Yep. Oh, she, ain't, she ain't really a youth, though. Mm, I guess. <laughs> She's not a youth? No? Okay, what about Will Smith? <clears throat> Will Smith, make, he's been, just everything he's been doing um, matched with. This week he made a special video for Cardi B's child oh. culture, <clears throat> where he just got people all around Russia to say happy birthday or no congratulations to her and Offset and hi to culture and yeah. I thought that was, he didn't need to do that I thought it was really cool. That's cool. Yeah. Um, do we feel like Will Smith can become the president of the United States? Hell yes. Yeah. I mean, look if okay if Trump. Like, I know it sounds t- like tired saying it, but, like, if Trump could become president based off of, like, he was a celebrity, the dude has a lot of money as well. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like Will checks both of those boxes. Yeah. He's a celebrity that has a fuck ton of money. And he's, he's also not- one of the, he's also one of, like, the few black people that, 
like a lot of white people. They're not. He's, he's not, not black. black. And Will yeah, Smith's they, not black anymore. Yeah, they're, like, they look at him. They're like, it's the oh, story of OJ cool. for Will Smith. Like, that's and Will Smith. in terms yeah. of world yeah. relations, like he's the most syndicated like show, one of the most syndicated shows in the whole world. Yep. And everybody loves Will. So like the only other black black person I could see being president, like dude, Oprah. Oh, Oprah, dude. Oprah, and honestly, I would say The Rock. Yeah, I, I honestly think The Rock too because I think that they don't look at his image. Like, yeah. W- w- is is very American. I think more people would. I think more. If it was a white rock against Will Smith, I think more white people would pick the rock. Over yeah, Will Smith. definitely, definitely. Just off of, oh, he's intimidating. He'll go over there and fucking bully all these fuck countries. Fuck America. Yeah, like fuck that. America. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Will Smith's too positive for that. Yeah. Like <laughs> the rock. He's too well, the rock's right? campaign videos would be like him literally saving. America. <laughs> With a lot of explosions. The Uncle Sam point will turn into freaking The Rock's eyebrow. Just like, <laughs> the Rock wants you. The Rock wants you. <laughs> the people's eyebrow? I'm using the people's brow. He's not even pointing. He's just giving the eyebrow. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. No more point, just eyebrow. That's, that's amazing. amazing. Um, I'm going with Patricia. As our Patricia for sure. Personally. Yeah. Patricia, all around? Patricia, all around? Patricia, yeah. Dope, dope. Um, what else happened this week? Uh, oh, Drake freestyles. Yeah. Let's go around the room. Jeez, I love that one. I don't know what that was. I don't remember lyrics. Yeah, let's start with the first one, Behind Bars, out of 10. Behind Bars, out of 10, oh, well, now we're comparing them to each other, but yeah, like, I like it. It's like a nine. Okay. A nine, yeah. Out of 10? Comfortable. Which one? Behind, Behind bars. bars. Fuck, I don't remember that one. Ah, uh, the UK drill freestyle. Oh, you mean with Charlie Slaw? No, no, the other yeah, one. The first, first one, one with Link Up TV. Oh, um. Link Up TV! I just say that like Tim Westwood TV. I'll probably give it like uh, an eight. Eight? Eight yeah. Taz? Norm? I give it a 8.83. 8.83? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yes, yes. The three is. I mean, the 8.8, 8, I, I could have taken the three. Wow, it's really throwing me off. It's like a skate, figure skating score right there. Um, I gave it a, I gave it a, a 8.5 Oz to a 9. So around an 8.83. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, for the second one? Yeah. Uh, my rating for the second one, uh, that's the Charlie Sloth one. That one's a 9. Yeah. Second one. I, and not to, and the thing is, okay, I'm saying it's a nine, but I don't enjoy it as much as the drill one. Does that make sense? Yeah. I get, like, for, okay, for what the intention is, when I, when I look at Drake, when we hear, he has, he almost has, like, different um, genres of himself. Yeah, he has, you know what I mean? Like, there's, there's Flex Drake. There's um, Don't Fuck With Me Drake, there's Simp Drake, there's Scorn Betrayed Drake, and there's um, Celebration Drake. Sensitive. So it's like, he has all these modes, and it's like, okay, which one is he going for? I could tell out of the first two lines, I could tell what he's going for. Sometimes just the beat, or who made the beat, right? Boy Wonder, he always flexes. Almost always flexes. That's, that's, that's when he's getting down. So that's why I know on the Charlie Sloth one, and what I compare it to that, that verse that he did, 
I compared to ignorant shit. Do you remember ignorant shit with Wayne? So I was looking at it like that. He's gonna flex. He's gonna talk about some rich shit that we might have to Google. Yeah. But it's gonna it's gonna be all flex, and it's just gonna be like, you know, braggadocious. And I like that Drake a lot. Um, the behind bars one is. It was enjoyable because I love drill. I love the flow of drill. Um, UK drill, that is, sorry. And, and I love that he was putting that on a platform at the same time giving Link Up TV a little platform and opening the gates for a lot of people to be more receptive of like Section Boys and 6-7 and those guys, you know what I mean? So it was, it was good in that, in that regard. It just seemed like he's getting his point across, but he's almost... It's like when like someone stunts and they, they do a record in Spanish. Like, yep, 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 yep. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It just shows a certain level of like, yo, I'm getting my point across. I'm doing what I always do. It's going to sound sick, but I'm bored. Uh, yeah. Maybe, you know, let me show appreciation. Though. Yo, that, yo, he, he made it look so easy. So easy. So fucking... Let's go through these lyrics. You know how to page it. Yo, and it's so funny because American people did not like this freestyle. And I knew they wouldn't. Yeah. Even though he's not doing an accent, because they know he's in the UK, because they know that this is a different style that they're not used to, Yeah. they're automatically going to write it off. Plus, he's saying things that only the UK and Toronto mass could understand. You know how the pagan chit-chat goes. Right off top, America's like, what the fuck is pagan? Pagans? We're talking about religion now? Is that what we're doing, Drake? We talk about religion, we talk about coke work. You know how the pagan chit chat goes, I like R's and V's and O's. When he says I like R's and V's and O's, does that mean reps up and OVO? Is that what he's making references to? Because I saw people like really liking that line. I'm like, do you guys, is that what it is? Do you guys like know what he's saying? And am I just off? I thought it was reps, OVO, yeah. The V's what fucked me up. Because I'm like, it doesn't start with V, so. You know what I mean? Sure. But, but those are the letters that they just throw up mm. by themselves. Reps up always throws up the R. OVO's always throwing up the O. And you're not going to put O twice in that fucking that yeah. bar. Um, I don't really play no tic-tac-toe. Been with Chubb through highs and lows. We seen that last night. They froze. Wasn't no cameras. Wasn't no pose. Just like that one time at Chella, good thing, man, we're pulling out phones. Yo, who got the deaf was at Chella? Who got the deaf was at Chella? Someone got a shook one. <laughs> Someone got the defas at Coachella. It sounds like he keeps catching people Slipping. And not only that, it sounds like he has man so bummy they don't even bring it up. Just saying. Just saying, man. I mean, and he didn't, does that mean he did it in two spots? Because he brought, he brought that bar back and like, yeah, there it is. no boo? Shit. Shit, nigga. Staying in Big 6-6 six, six with woes, man start dissing and doing repose. They do anything except road. Still can't see them after it snows. So yeah, a lot of this was about Kanye. Except road. <clears throat> a lot of this was directed at Kanye. I know the more I know you feel, you know, Who, me? strongly about Kanye. I feel strongly about all of them. Don't do that. I do. Don't do that. You, want, you can ask for my opinion. You feel about strongly it. about Kanye, though. He's a, one of your top three artists. Rap. Yeah. Yep. See, he feels strongly. He feels strongly. <laughs> How could he not be? It's a, hey, I'm not arguing with it. 
I'm not arguing with that. In this present day and age, even with the catalog, even with the the minor missteps that he's taken musically in the past, in my opinion, I know that's not everyone's opinion, but in my opinion, even with the missteps, he's still top five, living, doing it. I think, I think that, um, I said this on the, like our podcast and I said it to people in different discussions, like I am just as critical of Drake the mm-hmm. same way that I'm critical of Ye. Yeah. So it's like, there are times where people will probably listen to my podcast or have heard me like, quote unquote, like it's either they'll, they'll take it as me talking shit mm. about Drake. Yeah. But it's literally the complete opposite. It's just like, I like Drake so much. That you want it to do better. Not just, be better. not necessarily do better. It's just like, I hold it to a high standard. It's the same thing I do with Ye. Like, those are really my two favorite artists. Yeah. Right? Like, a lot of a lot of the reason why Drake's my favorite artist has to do with the fact Kanye. that I live here. Oh, and Kanye. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, like, you have to understand, like, you will know more than anyone, but, like, living here and listening to Drake is, like... It's a different experience. It's a, it's a very different thing. Like, two of my friends just moved here from Vancouver. These two girls, and they're, like... We went to Cold Tea on the weekend. Mm-hmm. And... They're like, yo, like listening to Drake here is different. very like it's very it's different. different. So basically, okay. I, I don't know if you've ever been. They to moved here, right? They moved here. So, so and they moved here during the best time of the year. Exactly. So right. I don't know. I don't know if you've ever been to Vancouver, but like, there's there's one. There's like no no black people out there. Like culture wise, it's weird, and um, like one of the girls that moved here is Chinese, like darker skinned, and the other one is like half. Fijian and half German, right? Mm-hmm. So she looks, she looks like very exotic, mm-hmm. but like culture-wise, out there, you won't find a lot of scenes that you have here mm-hmm. in Vancouver. Like you, you would never find like an apartment two hundred. Yeah, yeah there's or, no or a cold subculture tea. doesn't really like exist. That's my need to move out there. Throw one, two. So I was gonna say that. like multiple times. Every time I've been out there, I'm like, yo, like I know what this. If a bag of man bring yeah. move over there, so <laughs> Like, I know what this city means. So, I mean, I always, like, my favorite Drake was, if you're reading this, is too late. Drake. Like, that, that's, touch me, Doc. That's that's by far my favorite Drake. That's Drake. To this day, to this day, like, I think that's his best body of work. But that's just my opinion. And I told them that, like, I remember that summer when that mixtape dropped. Know yourself, I remember being the basement of parts. Of la- a person labor, when that shit was bumping, oh, and I, I, I couldn't. In that spot too. Yeah, I can't explain. Parts of labor. Yeah. For those of you guys who are from here, it's like a dungeon. It's a dungeon. Dungeon of sound. Yeah. <laughs> dungeon of sound. I'm like you can't, you can't begin the walls sweat. Like what the walls sweat in that bitch. And they're like, yo, like that album's probably one of our favorites too. And I'm like, no, 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 no. like you guys don't under like. I sounded like a real Drake stan in that moment when I was like, you guys don't understand. We all do, though. Listening to to Drake here is very different. We all sound like stans to everybody else. But it's like that. It's like listening to Kendrick in LA or 50 Cent or Jay-Z in New York. Not even just LA. You got to be in Compton to get the feel. Like, like, A city. Every city. That moment. The reason. The reason why I think like, because I I feel like Ken, once again Kendrick's one of my favorite artists. But the reason I won't say that Kendrick does the same thing in terms of sound 
is because well one Kendrick himself is like every album he's put out has sounded very different yeah right it's not that classic like LA yeah like lowrider kind of sound mm-hmm. right and there've already been artists who've defined what that LA sound sounds like but then Drake came along and he's more or less part of our generation so for a lot of us we really identify with the sounds and music that he puts out like yeah. I fuck with them heavy especially Kendrick in the house too much I'm gonna just be I'm gonna yeah. just be straight up we, we're not in the house as much as Kendrick yeah I, I love Kendrick but I understand that he's a, he's a very introverted guy and yeah. the majority of people if they aren't extroverted they want to be you know yeah. what I mean? Like, they yeah. wish that they could be, like, just out there yeah. speaking with people yeah. as much as possible. So so I'm just, I'm just like I said, like, I'm just very critical of Drake because he, there's a lot of things that he does, which I recognize is very calculated. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's all for specific reasons. Like, even this whole British thing, right? Like, I'm coming from England, hearing this guy, like, bridge that gap is interesting because it's like, if you're from Toronto, specifically... There's a lot of things we say that British people say, yeah. and vice versa. So exactly. it's like that's it's very true. That's the thing with that's the thing where I was like, yo, it's different. Drake's different when it comes to UK artists. Like, I feel like that place, and I understand it because I'm there every year, like <laughs> for a reason. Yeah. That place feels like a second home. Like it yeah. literally, like yeah, you talk the exact same, and you're perfectly fine. Yeah. You don't have to change any mannerisms. Nothing. You don't have. You don't feel the need. Of, of like when you go, go to a different, different city, city to fit in, yeah, you know what I mean, and not, not feel, feel like you're a sore thumb because you don't feel you feel, you feel like you're blending right, right in with the city. city. So, so Drake, Drake has tagged up with countless artists and given them platforms and like provided them with like Migos got probably the biggest album out of anybody. He got they got the biggest lob out of anyone Drake's ever worked with, and you've seen how that's paid off. or? Versace, you got walking like a talking. They had what, what? I can't remember what's the next. Versace was the big one. That was the one because that was when Drake was. That's one of their first Drake's still buzzing, buzzing, but it was a different type of intensity. And Drake was at that time. The motto. <laughs> the motto. Don't forget the motto. He had the same flow, so it's like they they got big off the flow too because he kind of made that flow more mainstream. Cause not like, only under only Atlanta guys, not even underground. Only Atlanta niggas were rapping like that at the time. Mm. So, um, yeah, he did that, and like it's just I don't know, man. It's just a different feel when you're just when you're here and you go over there and you see how people interact with you. I can see why him and Gigs and all those guys he fucks with way more than the guys he gives platforms to. Like other than Migos, I don't see Drake chilling with McConan. I don't see Drake chilling with even Party Next Door as much. Like, The Weeknd, you don't see Drake chilling with. Magic Jordan. like Magic Jordan. Like, the list goes on of people he's worked with that you don't really see Drake chill with that much. But when he's with the UK niggas, it's just like, you, you always see it. And it's always a vibe. They're always in his comment section. They're always in each other's comment sections on, on social media. So you see that it's different because it's like, it's not only that... Like, they have that connection. It's like, they, the manager just talk, like, normally and bust the same jokes. But then, okay. yeah. You know what but I mean? Why? So, it's, yeah, it's on the same level. It's like, you don't feel like any need to do anything extra. But why do you think he's not like that with his own niggas? With his own niggas? What do you mean? Like, like with, the guys that you just listed? They're all people under his Well, problem, because I right? feel like if, you're un, if, you, if I'm personally signed to OVO, mm. 
I'm going to try and separate myself as well, just to become my own person. You don't want to live okay. under the shadow of so the guy is, that puts you so on. So this is, this is why... And like, you don't want to feel like I follow Mati, like so, you're okay. under his mom. So this is why I'm like... This is where the me being critical of Drake comes into play, uh-huh. right? Because... Um, my pro like we look at we'll use the weekend as an example yeah right like weekend left that whole ovo exo thing well exo still his name but he left that whole vibe cl- yeah. that whole vibe because i think he knew what was going to happen if he like continued doing that okay right i mean thank me later the majority of that album was mm-hmm. like written by him then he's like i gotta dip do my own thing yeah. now you see where he's at yeah um take care Take care, sorry. Yeah. I think part I think Party is incredibly talented. Mm-hmm. I don't know if these guys just aren't like I don't know them personally, so it's hard for me to wonder like are they not like business savvy? Like what's going on? Because well, at, at certain Party point, still like, writes, writes for him a lot I, of yeah, times. He so. writes for a lot of people. Yeah, so, yo, he's written for he Celine. Writes, yeah, he writes for so many. He's written people. for a lot of people. Yeah. So I'm like, yo, this and he can sing. So I'm just like, maybe he's what? just content with that though. Like he might. He, that's that's well the thing we never, never know. know like, like we as the fans, we're always gonna speculate and like whatnot. And I feel like it speaks to the person and how they feel about Drake, how they view the other artists. You know what I mean? Like if you think. Drake's, Drake's like, like stifling party, party next, next door's um, growth, then, then you, you probably, probably think that they, they have, have a bad relationship or whatnot. You know what I mean? Like, like if you think that party just needs to make better music or whatever the case, or he needs to do something different, then you're going to think that they maybe have a good relationship. I think I'm in the camp where I do believe that Drake is stifling some of their growth, but not because they have a... I don't believe they have a bad relationship at all. I think that... He they he might be stifling their growth because those guys don't know how to deal with being like with the biggest artist on the planet. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's, I don't, it's tough, like, man. Yeah, like his I, is large. yeah, his like I large, but I mean, Lil Wayne's shadow was arguably the largest at the time, and he still managed to put out uh, Nicki Minaj, Tyga, and Drake. I mean, a, so lot of, like, a lot of niggas had like I mean, you got that capability. Point, there was a point where like Ye was like that. And I mean, a lot of these niggas Big Sean and, thing, Yeah Right So I don't know It's interesting But It's very I'm, I'm very I'm, I'm, I'm very Maybe uh, it still has a lot to do with Toronto It could be man and Being a Toronto artist It could be Cause Like I have a theory that They don't want as many of us in As we think can get in Does that, does that make sense? Here's a question Cause I see the, the A lot of times When people are talking about Drake it, the Canadian thing gets brought up. Like, for some reason, they got to throw in the Canadian guy. You guys going to let a Canadian guy do this? And Like, I've seen this. Booming. But I'm not, not in the drones that they should be, and we know that. You know what I mean? Like, If ever Drake was to fall, do you think Drake's demise would be the demise of Canada as a whole? No. Or do you think we Drake still, cannot fall. <laughs> Yo, like I'm, but I'm just saying. No, like, no, no, no. I'm gonna tell you this right. Drake I know he can't. can't, he can't like, this is my thing. Favorite. Drake cannot fall unless he fucking like me too. Even no, no, then, he would like he would he would have to like sexually assault someone. If Drake gets me too, if if Drake gets me too, niggas niggas aren't gonna walk it like they talking. Niggas aren't gonna fucking the motto. Is Drake is the model is, is the, the model, model not YOLO no Drake more is, still? Drake is yeah. uncancelled. The man got box, bro. Yeah, majority, the large majority of sheep are not gonna cancel him. I don't know. You can't. Just like R. Kelly. 
R. Kelly out here flourishing off bops alone. Everyone starts dancing when Stop It and Love comes on. Everyone starts dancing when R. Kelly out here flourishing off bops alone. All right, sliding into 17-year-old boy DMs. Y'all seen that shit? Wow. Y'all didn't see that shit? And a 17-year-old boy's DMs talking about flying him out. And that his team will deal with the ticket, tickets and blah, blah, Meaning that these niggas... I just, are full I and aware of what, of what he's, he's up, up to and what he does on a daily basis. basis. I just want to know how much vagina do you have to have before? What if that's just always who he's been? I don't think I don't think homosexuality is a like a. I don't think you're straight. I don't think you have a straight meter that runs out. Let me put it that way. He probably always he's probably always messed with everything. Everything. He's just a nasty nigga. You a nasty nigga, bro. You nasty nigga. But yeah, like I said, the uh, the Charlie Sloth one, I seen a lot of people like, oh, it was too short. Uh, Charlie Sloth dropped too many bronze and noises on it. I'm like, that's for people that first of all, you guys don't watch Charlie Sloth if you didn't see that coming, because he's the funk flex of the UK. He makes funk flex look like. Baby like, food. Like sensible. Because Charlie's voice, you're like, okay, it's going to give out now. Now. Never does. <laughs> now. Drake! Jesus! You're killing him, bro! I'm like, Jesus Christ. That man doesn't have laryngitis. Take your foot off the fucking necks, bro! That's the sh- that's like, he's London's Kid Capri for sure. He snaps. Charlie always goes in. But Charlie's also, you know, partly responsible for uh, Man's Not Hot. So, he's got he's got something cooking over there. Fire in the booth. In terms of fire in the booth, the reason I don't give it such a high number is because when it comes to fire in the booth, that wasn't even top five. Yeah, definitely. Because I've seen some shit in fire in the booths. Wretch three two and Avalino, body bag, fucking Bugsy, body bag, chip, body bag, gets. Body bag. I gotta go down the list. So there's too many mans that have have shelled down uh, fire in the booth for me to be like, yeah, that was like the sickest one. I was hoping that he would come through on some like just some disrespectful shit, but didn't go that route, you know. So, but he also does, you know, as we predicted here on the Extra Gravy Show, um, and there are now reports. Out there, because you know they don't listen to us. Uh, you know, apparently there's uh, new music. Just in the tuck. Just a whole other album that Drake might have and might drop in the fall. I believe we did say we gave an exact date. No, October 11th. I think we're gonna keep that date. We're gonna keep that date going. See how it goes. Hopefully, you know he gets all the clearances. He doesn't get a Tiana Taylor situation. Poor thing. You see her talking about her uh, situation on she's so sad. Breakfast Club and, and Hot 97. Not, she's not content. So Pusha T was on Beats 1 with Julie. And uh, she asked him about Tiana and like how she feels about the album, how he felt about it, whatever. And he's like, yo, Tiana, Tiana will call you. Tiana will, you know, she called. She did the call with the rah, rah. Like, that's Tiana. Joe Budden and those guys have been saying, like, Tiana ain't no, like, Punk. Like she's New York to the bone. Yeah, like she'll, she'll cuss, cuss you out. And so, and, so, and I've, I've seen Sweet Sixteen and all that shit. Like, like when she was growing up, those little shows. shows. And I, I knew she has a mouth on her. So, so, 
she was she on was Hot 97, 97 and they asked about what Pusha said, said and she's like, yeah, yeah, some people were called, like, but she wouldn't say who she called and reeled up, but she did. She was not happy with her album. She was not, that was not the album that she intended to come out. Um, but there's the, a lot of stuff that was taken out, right? A lot like of verses. Certain verses, verses one's yeah. about her children, one about her. She played one verse. Oh my God. If you guys seen the video with where she's singing it, um, the version that didn't come out. And it's the. Uh, that's crazy. I actually like her. I want to hear what the. Like, you know, like your own album. Like, how do you get in that situation where, like, so much hands touch it after you. Kanye West, West, sir. Oh, damn. Some more top, top two. two. That's, That's how. <laughs> That's how, goddammit. What's that song called? Um, what's the new album's called? Uh, Keep the Same Energy? What's the song? No, gut Issues, hold on. She did an uh, extended version of Issues, Hold On. Yeah. And it had, it, she had a sample in there where she's singing and it turns into, um, you might win some, but you just lost one. And she's singing it and it just, oh, it was the perfect blend. Like, it, she sounds amazing. Her voice is incredible. You guys like the album? I I fucking like love the album. Yeah. I'm sitting there watching her complain about it. And I was it's like, front to back. Honestly, it's not bad. Yeah, like, I enjoyed it. But I would love to hear. Like, yeah, I love to hear. Even yo, even I, feel I feel bad for her, but it's really, it's, it's not, not that, that big. big. Like it's a good, it's a good album. It's a good album. And I really wonder how many threesomes she's induced. She said she's had a couple. They banged a couple out. No, not her. I'm saying in general, like that song. Oh, how many that's inspired for? Yeah, yeah. I can tell you for sure that I will be fucking to to that album. Well, yeah, I already have. Yeah, I definitely already have. I definitely knocked that box out. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, definitely jerking off to that. <laughs> definitely. Sounds like definitely jerking off to hold on when I get home. <laughs> I'm going to jerk off to hurry when I get home. Sing along. I to Marla just threw right back to you, Savin. Your night alone. <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, yo, like question. Uh, you question? know how you guys were talking about uh, tricks because I saw that he might have like a new body of work coming out. Yeah. In October. Mm-hmm. How did you feel about like the twenty-five songs? Um, I felt there were too much. I modified it, edited my own playlist, and it was fifteen songs. You know what I kind of wish he did? Mm. I kind of wish he... No, I definitely wish that he put out side A and then randomly dropped side B. Like, I, feel I feel like, like he, he like did that just to get out of his deal, deal so, so he, he didn't really, really care. I, yeah, I, I, and that's, that's why, why we predicted that there would be another album, album which he really will care about. about. And yeah. if, if he puts out another album this year, I'm saying personally that it has to be a classic. But if this is an album that he doesn't even care about, what more of the album he does care about? If this, if this is an album, he probably didn't really care about. What and more I still like 15 songs on it. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. And it's still the most streamed uh, album ever yep. in the world. Like, so, like, that's, that's what I'm saying. saying. Like, if he's got... If, if these are throwaways, my nigga. I was going to say, like, how does... <laughs> so many songs. Because originally, before I heard that, like, he was probably going to drop a new album, another one, I was like, how do, how do niggas let you... I mean, it's Drake... But I would never want to put out like a twenty-five song album, yeah. just because I know that a lot of people don't have the attention span. For yeah. It. But when you know when you talked about you know getting out of his deal, getting out of his deal, shit, it, yeah. it makes it makes a lot of sense. Plus, Plus a lot of them, 
Denise, I don't know. A lot of them are uh, more that I listen to the album don't sound finished or edited to sound like they're finished. If that makes sense. Yeah. Like some of them are short. Some of the songs are short. But yo, that's like a that's been a trend lately with like producing in general. Like there are a couple of other artists that did that. Mm. And you're like, oh. Yeah, where's the three verse bridge hook hook hook? Like what? Change man. Nah, man. Three verse hook 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 bridge. The way, listen, the way we listen to shit is totally different now. Formulaic shit. I know Drake's not one to do this, but if you're one to just kind of start a record kind of get it in a rough spot and then hurry up and go to the next thing. Mm. These could all be just refined projects or things that he started before. Mm. You know what I mean? And yeah. now they're just trying to make it cohesive. We don't know. We have no he definitely, he definitely did not. He did. They definitely did not make it cohesive because they all the songs just sound like the sequencing. I even had to change the sequencing when I when I made my playlist to make it sound better. Ingredients though are very in the same. It's a good gumbo. Like the samples mm. themselves, yeah. Like what is used? You look actually like take it in there. Like yo, he used all of important hip hop. Like, like to be that eight out of ten is. Yeah, like a Marvin Gaye or something. Like, I can't, can't remember, remember what. It was, but yeah. Yeah. I like the album the more and more I listen to it. That's I like for sure. It more and more I listen to it. Yeah. Jaded definitely grew on me. Hella hard. Um, especially after Summer. fucking George's. <laughs> Um, so everybody, is so awesome. everybody's Still talking about, how, no, it is not. not. What? What song? I, I was about to fight you and kick you out of my house. What? Summer Games is my jam. What do you mean, guys? It's no one's jam. It's trash. I want to listen. I like I like Summer Games is a, is a jam. Stranger Things. Summer Games are going to play at the end of like Big Brother finale. Like leading up to the summer results. games is gonna play in the beginning of Driver Two. <laughs> wow. With Ryan <laughs> Jungle Edition. Um, but yeah, good album. It's all right. It's a good album. Sorry. It's all. Right. Um, but yeah, Jaden, George Smith. She uh, posted. She posted her man today on Instagram. She posted her man today and tagged the nigga. The audacity, the gall. Oh, George Smith. The nerve of this thing, yo, dog. Does she want me to spark her up, dog, verbally? So like, what's okay? What's what's like the actual issue here? What is the issue? Like, what? She has a man. She's not supposed to have a fucking man. Like, what was that whole? Oh, well, apparently they were dating at some point. Um, after one really? of the shows, so allegedly, allegedly, she, she drove, drove him to her, her to her house to meet her parents. Allegedly, uh, the tattoo he has number eleven is also one she has on her index finger, and also one of her album's name is Project Eleven. Allegedly, uh, his son is born on October eleventh, so he changed it. That he said in Jaden, so everybody's assuming it was meant for her and not meant for her son. And uh, those are the theories that are running around. And the more you hear it. Like, like just going through the lyrics, it's it's it's, 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 it's Georgia Smith. Yeah. You you, you have, have potential, potential. I could have shaped it. You're, you're gonna, gonna come back, back once you're famous. famous. How many other? Come on. You're young. You're young. You're not old enough. But come on. She's 20 years old. I get it. She can't come to the club. She can't turn up and live. But hey, she's still sweet and legal. She's legal. She's only 20. Did she do something wrong, or is like he just like jaded about the situation? I think he's jaded about the situation. This is my theory, okay? Based on everything that's happened and everything that people are saying that it's Georgia Smith, this is my theory. And based on her song "Lost and Found," okay, which is allegedly about Drake, I feel like 
Drake saw another woman that all the man them wanted, right? We all wonder. Everybody's going Google over here. I'm the biggest artist in the world. I can get that. Light work. Go start talking to her. I actually really likes her, you know? Like, they get along. She speaks fucking British. She's hot. <laughs> what else more? What else do you need? You got personality. She's hot. She speaks fucking, she's fucking British. That's the language now. It's British. Hey, they call it Jamaican. I can call it British. You speak Jamaican. You speak Jamaican. I speak British. All right? So, I think that he might have came on too strong, perhaps. And maybe she didn't want... It was just all too much for her too soon. And he wasn't... You think it was him that wanted to meet the parents or her that wanted him to meet the parents? I don't know know about about that that situation. That 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 could could go anyway. anyway. That could be, hey, I'm working with Drake. Like, I don't know what that's about. Because she did do music with him. So I don't know if it's like... Plus, she was young at the time. Sorry, when you say take him, introduce him to the parents, I always assume like... She's 19 at the time, I'm pretty sure, when she recorded the song because she's 20 now. Yeah. My, my theory runs close to yours, but I also think that she got scared that she would just end up being Drake's girl. I don't think so. UK. Mm. Maybe she needed time to kind of like, you know, build her own. Yeah. I kind yeah. okay. like, of, I see both. Might be a bit of both. I think she, she, she did wanted that. She relayed that to him, but he wasn't yeah. down. And also, too, mind you, of course, it could be multiple factors. You know, yeah. But Drake. This is all his theory. Drake's, Drake's what, 31 now? Yeah. Just about? Maybe at this very moment, he wants to get Drake. Well, no, Drake was just like, Oh, shit, like, I'm getting older. Like, I want something more. It'd be one thing if she was like 26, 27. I think you'd dagger, no problem, no questions asked. This is a new generation coming. She might be looking at Drake, like, Yo, Drake's Drake, like, it's true, but even in her song, she's like, Yo, sometimes, like, like, when the things that you want so bad when you're young, when you have them, you just don't seem to want them. Or maybe she just, maybe there was, was it could have been like just a mystique around Drake and then she got to know him and it wasn't all she thought it would be probably or they just didn't mention it. I think niggas got to ask themselves at some point though, like what's, what's going on with Drake and all these girls? But yeah, like, I'm not too much, sorry, Drake's 31, his last thing was what, J-Lo? Yeah. So how old was J-Lo, 51? But I mean, like, what's going on? Like, <laughs> wait, can, can Drake... Don't forget Ashley Banks. Banks. Don't forget Ashley Banks. Would it be cool to say that Drake's the male Halle Berry? No, I think where, he's... Where, I think he's where, a, like, like, he just can't... No, because she's actually, down, she's like, actually meant to be ill. She has yeah, problems. Yeah. Um, we but <laughs> we do know that. We do. I've heard, I've heard the stories. We know. Yeah. Um, oh, man. Would you make Drake feel mortal for half a second? I think so. Probably. Yes, Anjay. Yes, Oh, bitch, you don't do that to me. Number one artist in the world. Also, I think that's what the, the other thing is. It's like, how much older is Jay Z than Beyonce? Like ten years. Ten years. So it's kind of close. She just needs I mean, a few more years to Beyonce up, and then boom. But that's what he said. Once you're famous, you'll come running back to me. So, which is cool. I don't know how that. Listen, if I'm her man right now. <laughs> shit. Yeah. I'm making sure I'm back in. I'm still in that life for 18 more. <laughs> I'm making sure. Pull out Gim. Non existent. I, I'm trashing this, baby. But hey, you got the money. 
<laughs> I know what I do is way less wavy, baby, but uh. <laughs> baby, what you need? What you need? That's the first story you'll ever hear about a man poking holes in his own condom. You know. I doubt that's the first story, my nigga. There are niggas that trap women. I guess. I guess. But yeah, is that, is that legal? legal? Can you can trap, trap someone? someone? Is that a legal is thing? Legal? Well, like, like, is that, that a form of? Should that, that be a form, form of rape? rape? Life rape. Life rape. You just like gave someone, someone a, a baby, baby. No, and you, you they didn't want it. it. I feel like. They <laughs> I feel like they could definitely charge oh, us. Oh, if anybody's getting charged, charge us. But women, I don't think they could get charged with trapping us. Yes, you know? but see how you're going to prove that you're in a missionary and she wrapped your legs around you. Like, how are you going to prove that? That's how we always lose physicality. You're going to have to get Benson We always lose these things on physicality. Always. For example, there's a man who was accused of rape. Okay, he was in prison for 28 years. 28 years. Oh, yeah, I heard about this. In prison for 28 years. Did he serve all 28? Yep. He was in 28 years until they found out the truth. That he didn't rape her. And it was all a dream. I do not, I'm not, I'm literally not giving you guys a biggie line right now. She literally got this nigga thrown in jail for 28 years because of a dream. I'm going to leave you guys with that. She testified against this nigga. And he served 28 years in jail for a dream How old is she? that she thought was real. I think in situations like that. Oh, should I also point out the police threw away the uh, physical evidence before that the trial could be really, really looked at. So black guy, right? Of course, of course he was. Okay. Right. Of, course of course he was. Okay. What, like, what, what else? They've been calling the cops on us for everything lately. Fucking um, the guy calls the cops yesterday after yeah. getting fouled too hard in pickup basketball. It looked like that was at LA Fitness, right? Yeah. <laughs> for real. Niggas are getting called. Like they're calling the cops on niggas for fouling in a basketball game where there's fouls. <laughs> Oh, they wanted different foul, foul shots, shots. Literally. literally. Like that's, that's what they're that's what they're gunning for. You see what I did there? That's bars all around. None of you guys caught it. Triple entendre. Don't even ask me how. <laughs> but my thing is, okay, this is what I've been noticing. I find it super weird, but I can't find a motive or the intent. Why do we see these videos of injustice in waves? Like this is always a theme. So, like, so like first, first we saw, we saw um, cops uh, beating black people up yeah. for no reason. There was a bunch of those videos one time for like two months. Then we saw us getting shot. Bunch of those videos for like two months. Now you don't see any of those videos, but now there's a string of just people getting called the cops on people. Permit patties. I'm wondering why do we see these in waves? Because there's no, it's not like people aren't still being shot for no reason and it's not being caught on camera. It's not like people aren't getting beat up by cops 
unjustly and it's not being caught on camera. So why don't we always, why don't we see everything? Why is it always in droves of these themes? It might be, you know, it becomes normalized and they're desensitized by it because they've seen it, you know, so often to a point where so it's, it's just, just a different type, type of injustice on to the next injustice and they're like oh okay no here's uh, one and then so it's like that theory I talk about when your mom buys a Honda Civic and now all of a sudden you're just seeing Honda Civics everywhere yo did you see that um that video going on, on Twitter recently of the class doing the debate oh yeah and that yeah, white boy serving serving everybody you see, have you watched their videos I haven't Bro, they have a bunch? Okay, so they, like, you want to explain what, what it is? Okay, so there's a white kid, um, he's holding the binder, he's got a pencil behind his ear, so I knew he meant business. And he's talking to another white kid about the confederation and the confederate flag and why it shouldn't be up anymore, why people should not hang it, why people shouldn't represent it, because the confederacy at one point didn't represent America. So, and they turned against, they rebelled against America. So, so he's, he's trying, trying to prove that, that through the changes in the Constitution, Constitution and, and the other kid's, kids arguing against it. Yeah. And he and just he serves this kid like yeah, nicely. Yeah, like pretty much this, this, kid's trying, this, this kid reads the actual Constitution from back. Like the original Constitution. And, and the changes. The one, and the one they changed after yeah. the, the Civil the War. The one law. Yeah. And he was basically saying that in the original, the South was basically saying that we want all these things, but we're not going to get rid of our slaves. Yeah, yeah. we want to keep, keep our slaves. And then it changed after. So he was like, if the South wasn't like racist and the Confederate wasn't racist. Why do they want to keep that one law? Why do they want to keep this one law? And they tried going, they went back and forth. And the whole premise is, is like this university or like college teacher in his class, they do like a debate. talk Not necessarily a debate. They just talk about social issues and shit. And it's like mainly white kids and then there's like a couple of minorities and he's a black black professor black professor and they were brought up because you guys were talking about like it makes you more aware of this shit and the teacher was like you know are we really doing anything like are we making a difference Mm. some of the white kids were like you know I'm now talking about shit that I didn't even think about didn't even think about because I don't have the experience like any don't live around black people not around them not around them like I don't really understand some of these situations like they went they had a long one about Colin Kaepernick like about Sandy Standing and it's so interesting seeing like how like a group of white kids talk about it and then their realizations afterwards versus people that have just lived yeah situations like they, they probably think about moments in their life where they did interact the limited times they've interacted with mm. black people either positive or negatively and then they can be like oh shoot that's why that and that's the one yeah that's the one thing I can't hold against white people too crazy because I see a lot of black people who are constantly like mad that white people don't understand their lifestyle I don't understand yeah. a lot of fucking racist lifestyle yeah. and try being a black guy that grew up amongst majority white people and right. trying to understand yeah. what the fuck they do some of the things they do I don't understand why these guys are grabbing each other's nuts and just like it's just okay <laughs> Niggas are talking close to each other's faces, kissing sometimes, yeah. and it's like just bro shit. Yeah. Like I don't understand that life, and I don't want to understand a lot of it. Yeah. And it should be, it's okay. But my thing is, these jokes still gonna fly. I'm still good. Like if you yeah. if you're white and you try to indulge, you fuck up. I'm still because I know if I'm black and I'm indulging in white culture, yeah. whatever white culture may be, 
I know if I'm indulging, I've gotten it down pat now. Yeah. I've learned. I've watched. I've, <laughs> I've, re- I've received Observed. the message and I know yeah. what's going on now. Yeah. And if I decide, yeah, I'm going to be a part of this. Like, for example, uh, with my ex, uh, I never was around a dinner table where like all phones had to go down. Yeah. Nobody could get up from the table until everybody was done eating. Yeah. And even still, when everyone's done eating, there'll be probably one person with food and like everyone's just talking. Yeah. And, like that's what you do. Yeah. Black family, my nigga, we eat where we want. Yeah. <laughs> like, Pretty much, yeah. Like, if it's not Sunday, yeah. we're eating where we want. Sunday's yeah. probably the only day we ever sit around the dinner mm. table as a family and yeah. eat. So, like, without, if, if I learned that and I didn't want to indulge, that's fine. Mm. If I didn't learn that and I didn't know what I was doing, that's fine. The joke's still gonna fly though. Yeah. I'm still gonna make fun of your backpack dance. And Jesus Christ. yo, those are getting horrible. <laughs> the backpack dance. Those are I forget I feel like when what you get to called? the gates of hell, there are gonna be two people, two white people doing the fucking backpack dance. Hey! Like like it's just bad. I hate it. They've ruined it. And a white kid created it. That's yeah. what I don't understand. How are you so bad at it? No, that's so but true. a white kid created this is the one thing this. you guys created that was wavy as a dance and everyone's like ah ah let's go cause you guys I thought y'all had the twist but that was apparently <laughs> us too <laughs> I thought the twist was white people's that's chubby checker no yeah, yeah that's, that's us that's what, what, what white dance do we do ain't nobody in the club doing the waltz was I having a conversation with you about like square dancing was actually racist Square dancing is racist? Square dancing. So, Yo, you don't even have to explain it. I just look, I just look no, right. well, it's called no, square it was, dancing. Oh, yeah. That's, oh, yeah that's it was literally yeah, yeah. Ew, it was implemented into the school curriculum to, to dispel like swing dancing and more jazz like dancing. They wanted that's to, why it's so rigid. robotic and And don't rigid. you remember when we was doing that shit in school? They were making us do... No, nah, we never care. did that in shit. In my day. Do you old. In my day. They made y'all do the twist. Yeah. Motherfucking... Square That's the one thing we lessons. never had in any of my schools. Like as a class, we had no dancing unit, no Not dancing class. Like I feel like that would be a, a dope class to implement into the curriculum. Is dance. Like, not necessarily teaching, like, every type of dance or whatever. Or it doesn't even physical, have to be, that should be phys ed slash That should be art, a part of phys ed, yeah, or, like, drama or something. Like, there should be a dance class. It's just fun. It's a good way for kids to relax. Um, and I guess it's just, like, a, square dancing like a sport. Square dancing is racist. Wow. Yeah, square dancing is racist. You know what else is racist? Tipping. Cow tipping. No. <laughs> tipping tipping is, racist? is racist. I found this out this week, okay? So, <laughs> tipping is apparently racist. It's I. It's from, I watched a video um, called, well, this, like a, this Asian girl, she does... I was going to say, in some places in Asia, they racist. get mad when you tip. Yeah, no, in Europe too. Um, there's a, this girl, she's Asian, but she does this, uh, like, a series of videos on racist history. Yeah. Um, so like she's dispelling a lot of things that we think are normal but actually stem from racism mm. so for example first thing I learned about was that the monkey wrench the monkey wrench was the wrench was invented by a black man who was the heavyweight champion of the world uh, James Johnson I think his name was yeah, yeah. he went to jail and I think he invented the wrench in jail and came out and got it patented and sold or whatever. And white people hated that it was so sick and necessary. And so they called it the monkey wrench to devalue it. 
Get the fuck out of here. Because he's black. So they call him the monkey wrench. That's why you should never call him the monkey wrench. Amazing. Right? So then I'm like, all right, I got to see another video. I watched a tipping video. I'm like, oh, this is going to be good. (laughs) Tipping. Originally, white people felt it was one of the most disrespectful things to do is give another white person money. Especially with all these blackies running around. So black people... Instead of having to give them wages after Abraham Lincoln freed them, yeah. instead of having to pay them wages and losing money, yeah. tipping was how they get paid. Yeah. So it's like, depending on your service, how good of a black you were, yeah. you get tipped. And that's where tipping comes from. It's fucking racist. I'm never tipping again. I can suck my things. Someone did for the black. 20% these nuts. I'm playing. I'm still tipping. So you're telling me Tipping started because of black people too. We are, we are magic. We are magic. Because now the people that are relying on their tips are relying on black people. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Um, Y'all be giving everybody. Yeah, they only tip people they feel are inferior. Um, Europe has abolished it, and and it pays full wages. I remember trying to tip at a fucking. uh, what's that? Tom Hanks, uh, uh, the restaurant, the one that, but the bubble shrimp. Oh yeah. Yeah, I remember going uh, right in Piccadilly, like right down the street, okay. like around yeah, yeah. Okay. around the corner from the district. Oh. Friggin' um, went there, tried to tip. They were like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Sorry, that mate. <laughs> I don't know why he's Australian, but, um, <laughs> but yeah, women are currently the larger receiver of tips. I just want you guys to let that marinate a little bit. And do you guys feel like that is in relation to its original root? (laughs) Than men do? Do you feel like that is rooted back to its kind of in in its original thing of tipping people that you feel are inferior? Do you feel like that's (laughs) its titties? No, they're definitely... They're definitely getting tips more now because of like. They get more tips. For sure. For sure. I was thinking that too, but. You try to be like. I also do feel like because there are a lot of male servers, and I know a lot of male servers. And if they're not getting. This is just. It's not like they're saying there are more women Mm. serving, and therefore they're getting more tips. They're going on an even basis, men, women, Mm. and. Women go to restaurants just as much as men do. So why is it that the women are getting paid more? It's not only men out there going to restaurants and seeing servers and being like, oh, nice tits. Yeah. However, it could be that men are just paying the bill more. And that, my friends, is not equality. That's, all, that's, that's my main argument here. <laughs> that's my main argument so, here. So you're saying if women paid the bill, the, the just as tips much would as be men, higher? I feel like men would just get just as, many, as much money as women would. But oh, I feel so that, okay, so but I feel that men pay. are majority paying the bills, and because the the men are paying the majority of the bills, they're paying women more than they're paying men. All because of sexual, the yes. sexual thing. They don't want to pay, the but not only sexual thing, but it's how you look at yourself. Yeah. Because a lot of times when you tip, it's you look. It's how you look. I don't yeah. want to look like some cheap, especially as a black man tipping. Yeah. Oh, it's a whole nother level. I know as an Asian guy tipping too, it must be a whole nother level because of the stereotypes yeah. are, that are, and the stigmas around our races yeah, of being cheap yeah. and not tipping. 
And when in a lot of cases, we just can't afford to tip. That's yeah. the real white people, if you're listening. Uh, <laughs> we can't afford the shit, a lot of us. Um, yeah. there, was that, there was that stand that we talked about a, like months ago um, where the black guy was doing a social experiment where he charged white people more for the food than black people yeah. Oh, yeah, for the yeah, same yeah, food. Yeah, yeah. And that was because he, he looked at the dis, dis, disparage, disparity yeah. of the um, blacks to whites of the, the pay yeah. and he saw they're making significantly less and there was even a study about it just the other day about yeah. how black people are making like so much less than uh, white people white households yeah. and so that is a part of the reason why we can't tip like niggas really can't afford it we see what we came to this specific restaurant because we knew what the price was for this thing that we wanted beforehand and we did not even, sometimes we don't even take into account, oh, yeah, I got a tip. Yeah. You get there and you're like, oh, yeah, this tips. So it's like, it's, 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 it's complicated. Yeah. It's very complicated. I'm still tipping. Um, yeah, of course. Tipping on faux faux, wrapped in faux Okay, this woman ran after me after I left a freaking restaurant. In to Taiwan. tip? And I, I left... Like, small change. I just gave the bill and walked off. Because I'm like, whatever. It's a small change. This woman ran to me. You can keep your $2, nigga. <laughs> Pretty much. Like, you took all my... Pretty much. I was like... I know... I just don't want the... I just want to... Was she a good server? Whatever. I, I was... I was was a she a good server? Service? Was she on that. time? Was oh, she man, always there when you called? The, okay. Service out there in terms of speed? Fast as shit. But then when you're talking about like hospitality and Quality like yourself. hello, how are you doing? Like you know Yeah, that, I look at little things. Like I literally when nah, you when you look for that there. It's no, just no, like no. you don't walk into a West Indian restaurant expecting, you know, a certain type of you know Yeah. You you know you just I expect, I expect disrespect. Yeah. I want disrespect. Exactly. I, I invite disrespect. Walk right in, please. Chinese? Have a yeah. seat, sir. Anywhere that I would like if, if we went to like a proper Chinese restaurant. Like, like, I expected, I, I wanted the service to be shit. Of course. Because like, otherwise, I Hurry up and kick me out. Yeah, like yes. The food, if the service was really, they were really nice, chances are the food shit. It depends on yes. how much money I have, though. Yeah. It really That's depends on how much true. money yes. I have, though. Because if I'm broke and I'm doing this because I'm like, this is what she's used to, I guess. Like, I guess, I guess this is what I got to do. And so... <laughs> I don't trust the food of nice so Chinese like, people. <laughs> th- when, when you're in that situation now, you start fucking looking at every reason... That you should just keep lowering the tip, yeah. and you bring it up like, "Oh, this nigga dropped a drop of water on my table." They get like, "Don't drop no water on my table. That's a dollar off." Like, and you gotta say it out loud so she knows when you drop the tip. This is why. Well, here's the crazy <laughs> thing that I learned from one of my homies, and this guy, like, I mean, he has the money to tip, and when I see him tip twenty, sometimes thirty percent, go to A and W. And pull out a ten dollar bill and just throw it in there. T- I'm just like, bro, you just spent just as much as you did on the food you yeah. just bought. Why? And and even though the service may not be the best, sometimes like I'm thinking, I'm not giving them a tip of shit. I'm sure, whatever. some of the ladies would this like his Instagram. Like, boom. Provide his Instagram. I'm sure some of the ladies would be happy. Mr. John the Barber. Hey. Check out the homie John the Barber. That one store in Chinatown. Jeez. Ladies love Cool John. Uh, he's Down out here balling, ladies. He's going to buy you some Vagisil. I, I, didn't, I didn't he's gonna buy you give some, the name out because uh, <laughs> some peppermint oil dip, doesn't need for your diffuser. Yo. Okay, John's a killer. But I'm telling you, this guy tips like a motherfucker. Even the worst restaurants. But then he turned the worst restaurants into the best because the moment we walk in, they're giving him 
everything. Yeah. Like making sure, like, yo, the Can customer dick? here, Can make dick? sure the food <laughs> is perfect because this guy is tipping. That's and hilarious. we don't want to lose this guy. So he changed my mindset on how to approach a restaurant because even if a restaurant can be shit, they will put their best forward if you tip. This is my thing. I feel like tipping should be at the start. Think so? Mm-hmm. And if you don't provide the service, you can which take I have, tip back. then I get to take my tip back. I get that option at the start. At the end, I, you, you bring me the receipt. There's a little checkbox. Would you like your tip back? Do you feel you got the service that was adequate? I check yes or no. I get my money back if you a shit. That way, also, if they see, but watch this. What if how do you how do you how do you guide how do you control quality though? Right. Like how do you oversee quality? If someone sees that tip and it's just like. What if I just say no because I want my money back? You only give me two dollars. <laughs> Screw you. Right. That too. Right? I can want my money back and just make dollars. That nigga's trash. That nigga was wiping my toes. <laughs> okay, I, gotta, I forgot I had to get gas. <laughs> Let me get that back, bro. <laughs> you was great, but... uh, <laughs> In a place like Australia, my homie was telling me, like, this was like maybe five, six years ago, but they get paid like $25 Australian dollars yeah. an hour, so they don't expect it. Sweet mother of God. What's the cost of living out there, though? I have no clue, but mm. I do know that there's House no cost tip five grand a month. they get paid real nice. Um, but So does, uh, does John also tip at Papa John's? I'm sure he does. He tips everywhere. Because it's, it's called John, so. I see what you did there. Not really. He's a Papa. You didn't see what I did. Because this is a segue, nigga. And oh. I do mean nigga because that is what Papa John has been saying on conference calls. Oh! <laughs> the segue Touché. there. Come on. There was some bars. He was saying the hard ER. It was a hard ER. That's my thing. Is like, wait, How does this come up? Like a, like a biz look ER or like a white... <sighs> We're gonna get some pepperoni, nigga. 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 Gonna get some mushrooms on that, dog. <laughs> I took Wait. those mushrooms, I put it in two. I said, yo, dash that mushroom. <laughs> Scary ours. The way you're like, what um, you doing eating mushrooms? How does it even come up? Do you, what was that other. Was it the person at Netflix? Do you remember that? What Netflix? So someone at one of the oh yeah 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 and Netflix yep. got fired. Revolt TV as well. Because he was basically he would bring up he said an N word during meetings. Yeah. Right? But then I was like I wonder like how he was saying it. How do you like not to not to justify but I'm like I wonder like, like how I he really said need it. to know how he said it. And apparently yo and apparently the way he was saying it was like um. Nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Every time so like, we should have a show. Where, like, this, like, three-legged kid runs into a wall repeatedly. Yeah. Nigga! <laughs> like, he was... First of all, he wasn't saying, like, the ER way. Mm. He was saying, like, like nigga. Yeah. But he was saying it, like... Was he white or black? It was a white dude, but this is how... Oh, <laughs> my God. Him, like, calling everything... Listen to the context like, oh, in which man, he was saying it. So he was, like, um... It was along the lines of, like, you know, like, me and my niggas with blah, 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 blah. And someone in the room was just like, uh, uh, I don't like. I, don't, I didn't catch that. I don't know. They're like, they're like, I, they approached him afterwards. Oh, okay. Like, yo, I don't think you can say that. It's gonna make some people really uncomfortable. Yeah. Remember the context? That, I'm not just right, yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's like me and my niggas. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, yeah. I was saying. Yeah, yeah. And maybe like two, three weeks down the road, 
He, he said it the same way again in that same way. Yeah. And someone's like, yo, Matt, like, we're gonna have yo, to get dog, rid of you. Yo, dog, clear your desk, Matt. Matt's like, clear your desk, That's how they got rid of him. It wasn't like he was being outwardly racist. Yeah. He was, was just like, saying so it so great. casually. He was saying so it so great. casually. And He's a like, Takashi. Like, you gotta go. He's a Takashi. He's been on the block saying it since he was a youth. Grew up with some youths that would let him say it. And now he thinks it's just a regular thing. My thing is, uh, for those white people who have grown up like that, those brown guys who've grown up like that, those white girls who've grown up like that, like, I'm not going to act like I don't understand it. Because I've seen it. When I was younger, it would happen. I never knew it was a bad thing. I thought, everyone else is letting this happen. Who am I to say anything? I'm skinny as fuck. So I didn't say shit to nobody about it. Growing up now, being like woke and shit, uh, Freaking obviously it rubs us all the wrong way. And it's obvious that the world is rubbed the wrong way. Mm. So are those people still saying it? Like are they still are those people still saying nigga? Are they still saying nigga? And are their friends hearing it different now? Like that's my thing. Yeah. Like, Cause I don't have I don't have any I, white I, friends, Asian friends, black friends, or anything or brown it. friends that say it. I definitely, See, I definitely think they're they're hearing it different. Like, well, because I, I think I would like if I would be around that and yeah. somebody I knew has been saying it, and then I see Papa John um, thrown off the board for saying nigger, or like somebody got fired from Netflix for saying it, I'd be like, I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. Yeah. It's okay. Here's a funny story. Recently, okay. Now we're at the Crown League, mm-hmm. and I'm a heckler. I'm like talking mad shit. Yeah. And my homie, not of, oh God. Not of African descent. Oh, God. But entrenched in. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> entrenched <laughs> in, in black warfare culture. You know, life. growing up in Miami with. Dated with black Haitian, girls. You know, yeah. All his friends are black. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, that, that, that whole story. All like, my friends are black. And if anything, you know, if there's anybody that has that card, if that card does exist, it doesn't. they would say, boom, he has it. Yeah. But. Like you said, it doesn't, it doesn't exist. exist. So in that moment, in his Americanness, oh, you're gonna give him the American after step. Saying something, he let, he let he that let thing drop. fly. He let that thing fly. I was just like, Kramer, like, no. Like he's <laughs> white. He's white. No, he's not white. What is he? I'm not gonna say. Oh, just <laughs> to say he's not black. Oh God, like ER or like, no, no, no? He said nigga. Hood, he definitely yeah. Hood said it. Hood shit. Yeah, he definitely yeah. said it. He did, he said a Takashi N word. Yeah, right. Damn. And and I and I felt uncomfortable mainly because I was like, I don't know if you allowed to say that, bro. Yeah, you but, beside me and you came with me, man. I don't have to fight because now I'm with you. And but I know <laughs> how many people vouch for him and look at him like, nah, you. Did anybody else turn? I mean, everyone been turning. I was screaming shit like, "Hey, nice Queen Latifah brain son." Okay, so and was it one of those those like crazy silences where you're like, "Fuck, is something about to go down?" <laughs> like it gets real quiet. Like no, it, it was it was enough for people could look up and be like, "Wait, is he or is he?" I don't know if he is, but he yeah. looks or seems so whatever. But if we if I'm to find out that you're not, damn right, damn but, damn damn, and that's where I was just like. Where do I say this? Because I'll, I'll tell you what. Early <laughs> in my life, I got suspended for using the N-word, which is yeah. funny because I called a white guy. Wow. Wow. An N-word. And with an ER. With just an to ER. give it back to him. Wow. Because I'm like, I know what you guys used. So 
I, yeah. here's a back <laughs> and he's like teacher he called me I'm like you snitch wow whatever he, they made it first and I got suspended for it but anyhow I'm fully aware you know there was times in my life where it was even in my, with my family it's like a Charlemagne moment yeah where like <laughs> see those they would, recordings of Charlemagne going around yeah. talk about raping his own wife oh no yeah. what shit wild Talk about basically like he's is on Brady the Idiots, and he's talking about how he had to ask his wife the first time he had sex. Did I rape you? Because they were both because she wouldn't give him any pussy for like a year, and then there's one night she was super drunk, like not. He, he kind of described it as not coherent, but she's she's awake and she's she's engaged in it. But she's not in her, the perfect state of mind, obviously. Yeah. And he's like, is that rape? Like, did I rape you? And she's like, I mean, technically, I guess. I don't, she, was, she wasn't even unsure about it. Yeah. But to everyone else listening, it's obvious. Like, especially the way he framed it with saying she didn't give you pussy for a year. And now all of a sudden she's super drunk at your house and you got some pussy? Like, no. No, in my head, I'm like, that's... Ugh. So is rape bad if the rapist if they fall in love with their cat? That's my thing. It's like, like they got married and it, they were dating, obviously. Rape and is like, never But okay. my thing is, if she didn't have sex with him before, that was the problem. It's like that's ne- never. Yeah. What girl is gonna want to have sex with her boyfriend first time and she doesn't even like really remember it for the most part? He's got to be extremely beaten. She's in love with him. And she's just like, oh, I gotta get fucking handy up for this one. <laughs> Jeez, that's terrible. Charlemagne was pretty beat back then. Yeah, yeah. So maybe that, maybe she did need the alcohol, <laughs> just to get over it. So wait, just so that I can relay this message back to my homie, I just need to ask you guys. Yeah, no. As 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 my my friends of African descent. No. And to all those <laughs> listening, and to all aren't the aren't of African descent, world. even though all of us are technically of African okay, descent. Okay, cut it out. <laughs> <laughs> but we're not. All right? We're not of the, the Negroid. Uh, the Negroid. Persuasion. Right? Not, not of, you know, if you are Caucasoid, Mongoloid, what are the other ones? It's Caucasoid, know. Mongoloid, something Trapezoid. And then there's yeah, Negroid. So it's, it's, if you're trapezoid, is you're from Atlanta? Uh, yeah. So just, just don't. Cause it's, just yeah. Just, just don't do it. Just don't. Just do it. like don't so, do it. So, so does that go back to? So what about? Uh, well, I guess that goes with every racial ter- derogatory term, whether it be uh, I'll say it, chink, because um, I can't nip. Uh, oh, to with them, How did you feel about that line? Oh. With them chinks. I was like, all right. Sick. Okay, we're saying this. This is happening. That's for Rich Chigga. Okay. All right, we're even now. <laughs> That's for Rich Chigga. We're even now. <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, yeah, even the CEO of Revolt was um, bagged for saying the word. Um, she's uh, has been accused of racism by a former staffer. Um, something of, about uh, she was it, saying she was intimidated by a black woman um, and she called Meek 
maybe something about Meek, it was suggested the rapper Meek Mill hosts a talk on prison reform and Roma responded, maybe the conversation isn't about prison reform. Maybe it's about how to stay out of jail, black boy. She said that? Yeah. Wow. Yo, I feel like the, the black- You was, are the head of revolt? The black was just not necessary, but the boy just puts a different, like when white oh, yeah. people call me boy, in any capacity. I don't care if it's endearing. Don't do it. <laughs> it triggers something ancestral inside of me Yo, that I don't I've like. This, I've had this theory for so long. Maybe you guys can tell me if I'm like reaching here. I'm wrong. But like, Drake I is found the boy that, to represent black people. No, no I've, I've always found that like when a white dude in particular does not know your name yet. Like mm-hmm. as a black guy doesn't know your name. He always refers to you as brother. Yep. Yes. It's not a theory, it's a thing. It's a thing, right? Because yeah. I've said this before. It's not a theory, it's a thing. They're like, nah, I don't know what yeah. I don't... There, there's there's a even a skit thing. that happened... Um, uh, oh, I think it was in Step Brothers. When uh, they're trying to sell the house, but they don't want the parents to sell the house, so they they, they got to show the people the home for them. Yeah. And um, <laughs> the black couple comes, <laughs> and he keeps calling them brothers. He's like, you don't have to, you don't have to say that. Yeah. You, know? <laughs> you don't have to keep saying that. That's a real thing. That's a real thing. And I pick it out every time. Listen, there's a lot of things that white people do when they're talking to black people that they don't even realize they're doing. And that they don't realize we realize they're doing it. And that it's a thing that because we're black that they're doing it. So like the way that they talk, like, for example, there's a lot of white girls that will all of a sudden every sentence ends with girl, girl, sis. All this, all these black colloquial colloquialisms yeah. that they never say to Becky, they never say it to Margaret. Very true. They, Margaret, they, these things never happen to Anne Marie. No, they so do. Like, they just gentrified and and like just gentrifying, n- just slapped with a sh- layer of mayo. Girl, down south. Well, I'll know you real and that you've hung out with black women your entire life. Ooh, girl, if you're a white girl, it says bitch. Like yeah. that is, you got to be entrenched to say bitch. You can't just be a Starbucks thing that's like no. bitch. No, it's, like, it's not, for it them it's it's, the it's more of a bitch. Yeah, it doesn't come off the same. It's not a bitch. It's but like, you but bitch. for black women when they say bitch, it can mean various things just off tone. Yeah, no, bitch. Like there's a story coming. <laughs> no, that you know bitch. I mean? Bitch. That's, There's a story I told you. And no, that's it's like crazier. oh my god. No, There's, you did not, bitch. Bitch, that's disrespectful. Bitch, that's like in relation to a thing, like, oh, yeah. that hurt like a bitch. Oh, that's like a gotcha, bitch. bitch. <laughs> yeah, there's, gotcha, there's bitch. so many different bitches <laughs> when black women are saying bitch. It's truly magical. Truly, truly magical. Um, bitch. What else happened this week? What else happened this week? Are you guys enjoying the Kiki Challenge still? Is that still a thing that's, you know? Lighting a fire underneath your loins. My last. Have you key, guys made a Kiki challenge? The no. last happy Kiki no. challenge for me was uh, Will Smith, and that was it. After that, I, didn't I like shut Will it down. Smith's either. Uh, I like. I don't like. After this. that, I was like, all right. It's, it's my thing shy. is that my thing is this is my problem with it. Like that majority of the people just don't aren't doing the dance properly. Yeah. No. Okay. I saw. I can watch I? Shiggy's. Shiggy's is phenomenal, obviously, <laughs> because he started it. And it, it, no one's is like Shiggy's. Like, no one's. There's people that are fucking Even Sierra's, hip-hop people. Yeah. Sierra's was too hard. Sierra's is trash. I don't I care what anybody like, says. Man, was why not, you, it was the same thing over and over again. I could she tell like, you could dance. We know you could dance. And Russell in the back. It would have been better if Russell was doing Russell it. Russell should have bubbled up thing. Yeah, like, that would have been yeah. sick. 
Because it, it looked too much like the Drake Rihanna video. No, I got to send you this one of this, like, muscle head wrestler looking yeah, dude. Yeah, I seen it. Yeah. That yeah. one was killing me. I was that, dying. That was hilarious. But, um, yeah, no, majority of them, they, they either don't know how to do the dance. Um, there's a lot of attractive women that I find... <laughs> They just lost Incredibly points. unattractive after yeah. this Kiki challenge. Um, there's the hip hoppers who are just doing too much. Too much. <laughs> and then there are the people who are counting the steps in their head. Five, six, seven, eight, and kukum. You know, you know them Serati girls? Love me. Riding, riding. <laughs> like it's just, it's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> to the side. Push it to the side. Push it. <laughs> right in. And step um, and twirl. Like, it's just too yeah. much. Will Will just looked like an uncool dad. Yeah, yeah. shit. <laughs> it was just hor- The writing part was just all bad. He, yeah. he didn't put his shoulder into he it. He didn't say he was shook because of the height. Yeah, the but no. Yeah, he had plenty of room. <laughs> it's like he was standing on the tip of the CN Tower. I guess like, the problem with trying to, like... When when a, when a dance becomes a dance craze, and that dance was really just somebody vibing. But it's, sometimes it's like, sick though, and that's what I think I like better. Like that, when the challenge vibe. is a vibe, you know, yeah. I like that. You know what I mean? Like you don't have to do the same dance Shiggy did. Yeah. But because you are now create attempting the vibe, to do it, switch it up, and you're trying to recreate that vibe, I'm not feeling it yeah. because it's not the same thing at all. When, when I saw Shiggy's and when I saw because when you see Shiggy, you start making stink this is, face. This is the thing. And you're like the first yes. three. Or two. It was Shiggy, then Odell Beckham, and then there was somebody else. Th- those three, I was like, oh, this is lit. Mm-hmm. Uh, because those th- like, it was a vibe. You could feel that Odell wasn't yeah. trying to be like Shiggy, but yeah. he thought that it was cool. That he, it, you see Odell copy everybody else's dance moves yeah. on this. This is what he does. But he's a, it's a vibe for him. So he was enjoying it, and he was doing it properly. Everybody else was just like, my, my guy. Yeah, just come on. It's a lot. Yeah. And then the cloud thing was, yeah. It was another ALS challenge, another Black Beetle the challenge. Da- yeah. Joining the dance oh bandwagon. I wish Soldier Boy. I wish Soldier Boy was, was coming out these Yo, times. Yo, remember the fake Harlem Shake? Where it's like you could do the freaking Soldier Boy. That, like that, that challenge yeah. would fucking mosh up the internet. Because everybody could do the Soldier Boy. Yeah. That shit might as well be square dancing. That's 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 black people gentrifying square dancing. That's <laughs> that in the electric slide are gentrifying square dancing. That's you know, my hot take. We took it and put some fucking soul in that. Skeet Skeet and Supermaning a hoe are probably two of one of the most low key craziest lines lines that got slipped into into pop culture without people knowing what it really meant. <laughs> skeet Skeet and Superman. Skeet Skeet was. Interesting because I remember uh, whose album was it? Someone had an album where they played clips from Chris Rock oh. talking about ski ski ski. Yeah. They have it on the radio now. Oh, ski ski ski. Yeah. Or no, it was Dave Chappelle, I think. Yeah. Ski ah, ski 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 Ah, ski ski ski. And they put it as an interlude. And it's just like talking about how it's just Dave Chappelle talking about how white people have no idea yeah, 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 yeah. what skeet skeet means. Yeah. <laughs> and he's they he someone else they transition into radio and news clips yeah. of people saying skeet skeet on the news and like the radio and shit. Oh like, my god. It's so funny. Um, but supermaning that hoe. 
Yes. A 16-year-old kid and a bunch of little kids going, oh, pretending they're freaking amazing. little sperms. Now watch me. <laughs> you, dog. That would have been, been like swag, how swag surfing is now. Like, Pretty much. It would have been crazy. Um, 20-year-old. Kylie Jenner. Self-made billionaire. How's it sound? How's okay. it sound? Tiger fuck. Huh? Definitely, definitely huh? not. But... What? Wait, did she call herself a self-made? No, Forbes oh, did. Okay. So my, my only issue with this whole thing, like, obviously she's not self-made by any means, but I do have an issue with the fact that people are going at her more than they're going at the people who wrote the article. Because that's what people do. I know. They it's don't read. They it's don't read. It's a very simple thing. You no, look no, at the I'm article, you scroll down to the bottom, it'll have the writer yeah. and his Twitter or her Twitter, and you can go and talk to them. <laughs> you can go say whatever you want. I mean, nigga, it says in the title who said she's... You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's Forbes, nigga. Forbes called herself... Forbes late. tweeted it. And I'm just like, yo... Kylie Jenner didn't tweet it. She just said a damn thing. If anything, like, she might have retweeted it. Well, if yes. I can see... I can see the problem being in her retweeting it. Yeah, I don't think Which is her co-signing the self-made. Yeah. But that's the thing. Like, there's a co-sign beside... But she did If she co-signed it, it oh, so then... Oh, okay, so then, yeah, fucking cuss no, the shit out. No, I mean, if I the, mean the, the article came out and she's probably like, cool. But I mean, like, she didn't... You, if you're not denouncing it, then you're going with no, it. No, you're going with it. That's oh, to help your story. Like, like, you know how this article is going to You know how it you reads. You likely see it before it I say, I pers- you know it Do you think Kylie I, Jenner thinks that she's self-made? No, but I personally think. I actually don't. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Man. I actually don't. I, don't know. I, actually, I think that some I, of these rich white people have a strange sense of entitlement here, no, no. when they do the, things. Here's the difference. Here's the difference. I agree with that last statement you said, right? I definitely believe that there's a lot of white kids who are rich as fuck who think they're self-made when they like take over their daddy's business. Logan oh, Paul. Oh, oh, thank you. He, Jake Paul. Yeah, they definitely think they're self-made when they're not. Yeah. I think the difference between them and someone like Kylie Jenner, who's still in somewhat of an airhead, is she grew up more with a lot more people saying like, "Oh, your mom." Yeah. did x y and z mm-hmm. right so the only thing i and think your sister yeah like yeah. i think the only thing that she thinks she might be a little bit self-made in is her fucking makeup, social media no the makeup situation but, even but that's then, what they're talking got, about yeah. yeah but even then she got you know she's well this still, is the thing right like in regards to self-made and why forbes might have said it this is the only angle that i could pick up from reading the story is that she got a number of modeling jobs, mm. accumulated all that money, and put her own $250,000 into starting the company and into creating 15,000 lip kits, yeah. mm-hmm. um, which she sold in less than a minute. Mm. They sold out. Yeah. Uh, she, before she gave her a refresh of page, the first batch sold out. So, yeah, self-made in regards of finances you made that money it's your money you put it all into it you didn't ask nobody else for money cool i get that but i know you're asked to hire the workers by yourself yeah Mm -hmm. i know you're asked to pick out chemicals colors by yourself i know that also you didn't get those modeling jobs by yourself chris got them your mom she was your manager she got the jobs for you you wouldn't have gotten that opportunity. Nobody would have cared to put you in a picture mm. had it not been for your sisters in the reality yeah. show and you being on that reality show. Then on top of that, you wouldn't have gotten a reality show had it not been for 
Kim yeah. and her like it's self-made given all the correct resources and opportunities and that were put in place beforehand. Yeah. Yeah, and like it, it's weird. Like obviously not on her level. We kind of know that. Like I hope that she's aware that like yo, you were set before. Yeah. 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 But like there are some, some you know like there are also other factors that put play into it though. Like the fact that she changed her lips, she changed her body up. Yeah. So she that's it's also self made in that I guess you know, she kind of invested in herself. <laughs> Literally and figuratively. No, but seriously. Yeah. No, dead ass. No, but there are some you know white people out there that have resources, and I can't even just say white people. There are people out there with resources that utilize these resources create their own ideas or don't they pop off yeah. and then and then in their head they are self-made oh yeah they could they could have chose not to do anything because they thought of the idea because they thought of the idea <laughs> but ultimately i feel like you know if, if in the perfect world and where we all have resources mm -hmm. that's what it's supposed to be so like but at what point does like so okay, are, so are we self-made if I'm I, black people she ain't she ain't self-made yeah so but, technically but we, don't, we don't because yeah, because we are we aren't necessary. A lot of minorities aren't like afforded those resources from the jump. But it's like imagine you're okay. Let's say you look at one of Diddy's resources right? accessibility. Yeah, like, like let's say you're one of Diddy's sons, and yeah. like it would be, it would almost be, it's probably harder to try and start something on your own than to just coast because you you. I mean, your dad's Diddy. No, I would I, say I would argue no, that it's hard. It would be it would be harder. Get, given they use the same marketing everything, mm -hmm. right? And you give you have Diddy's son and Kylie Jenner. Kylie Jenner's still gonna sell no, more. No, no, I think I think no, I think you guys misinterpret what I'm saying. I, I think it. No, no, I'm, I'm 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 saying that like, for a lot of people who are just literally born into that like very affluent life. Yeah. I think, like, the idea of them saying, "Oh, like I'm gonna." like not take my parents money and just coast and go start something new and do something new i think that concept is like harder for those people to grasp than it is to just coast security because you know that you already have things given to you like why are you gonna go and try why am i gonna try and build character why am i gonna fuck up this thing that my there's some of them that do though they some of them just go backpacking in nepal for months and shit like there's a lot of them that that do branch out no, no, no. I'm not. I'm not saying that she deserve like she deserves any more, any less credit. I just think that like at what point? Because then there are plenty of like black celebrities that I think of. So like, imagine when Jay Z. Jay Z. I'm just waiting for you yeah, guys to I say mean, what about Jay Z? Yeah, He's kids, supposed right? to be when, the perfect yeah, example of what self-made self is. Thing. Like their kids are literally now born into a life where it's incredibly affluent. Yeah. We can talk about the idea that you know. Jay Z and Beyonce are gonna, they're obviously gonna edu educate their kids yeah. certain things. Mm. But it's like, at the end of the day, their kids are gonna grow up fucking rich as hell. Yeah. So, if the difference between how black people, like you said, look at self made is different, because imagine one of their kids um, starts their own line for something. Like, one of their daughters starts their own line, does yeah. their own thing. Are we gonna say, like, I feel like more black people would say she's, that kid's self made. Because we don't rate when white people do it the same. I know, I know, right? but, yeah. but then I have, I have to, at this point, um, if I'm preparing myself for the future, which mm. I think this is the trajectory that we're heading, and especially I can even see it in the film industry here, like even the black film yes, industry here, yeah. you're going to get to a point where like, yo, we can't say we don't have the resources anymore. 
Yeah. So, so now I'm just level playing field and saying, yo, if you have an idea. It's still not level playing field, though. That's what you guys, no, no, no. you guys are leaving out a factor, okay, a big well, factor. Well, you see, before I get to finish my point, you can't shut it down. All right, go ahead. You see, that's the problem. You, you, you got to try before you hey, go shut ahead. it down. So, so what I'm saying is if we're at a place where it's like we have resources or at least to start a business, mm. enough, enough assets to start something to, to keep growing, then our perception of what self-made will be is different like yeah. the same way that jay-z and beyonce's kid is gonna have a different perception yeah that's my thing it's like at the end of the day the black plays a factor no matter how many resources you're given diddy and jay-z still see ceilings they talk about it all the time in their music yeah. they still walk into rooms where they're not respected even though they've they've grown big their business is large they've built a brand that's humongous polarizing and yet they still walk into these rooms and aren't respected. Well, it's probably because, like, yo, it's a known fact, like, how Jay-Z came up or the, his lifestyle before rap or what led to yeah. rap, what birth to it. So, okay, so it's one thing if you're a, a known drug dealer and now you're walking amongst these people that have just come across money, that have had money for years. Yo, it's too close. Like, their, their sins are far removed, like, two, three generations before. They're looking down on you because they know what kind of lifestyle you've carried. To get in order to right get there. But you so didn't carry that. But they don't know how long and how entrenched in it, how many, how much money he gathered from it. All they know is that, for the most part, he's a rapper. Like, that's what that's my main thing. He's a rapper. He's black. That's all they need to know. Like, those, we fit under genres for a lot of white people. Like, thug, rapper, the black guy that gets along with, with white people. Oh, he's one of the good ones. Like, you hear all these different things. He's never specific. He's never specific because he. I, I get why he's not specific. I can see but like, like trying to go like high fashion and shit in certain crowds. Look at Kanye. Well, it's just not even that. Look at Kanye and all he's he's been complaining sure. about, right? For like sure. seeing those ceilings where like he's saying he can't get certain things done because I'm black. Okay. They really so now, just don't want to fuck with me. Moving forward, Virgil being who he is. Mm-hmm. But yeah, this is the thing. Like, yo, we're leveling up. So yeah. Now, now we have to start thinking, like, yo, if I had this money, what would I be doing? Black people are the WNBA, bro. We're the WNBA. Because WNBA compared to the NBA, if, if you give it, like, if you look at their the time that they've been here, mm-hmm. if you compare it to how many, the same amount of time NBA's been here, like, for their, for that time period, say the first 20 years of the NBA, first 20 years of the WNBA, they've already. Well surpassed what happened in the first twenty years of the NBA, mm-hmm. and they've they've got double the amount of viewership, double the amount of teams, double the amount of popularity, and they, they they're just catching up. So people are like, oh, you know, um, how long will WNBA last? Blah, blah blah. I'm like, yo, WNBA, give it time. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. we were talking, I was talking with with somebody on Twitter this week. I'm like, you got to give it time. They they've honestly, they're such a young company. It's only growing. Things are only looking better for women. You've got Serena Williams out there fucking playing tennis 10 months after having a kid. Like, defying all odds. Making it to the finals, almost winning. You know what I mean? So it's like, people are beginning to see women as more than just caregivers. You know what I mean? And with that given time, and like, especially just as, as a business... That could only grow because w- w- young girls are growing up seeing women playing basketball. 
you think that's not going to plant a seed? Like, mm-hmm. if you only saw two, three teams growing up, and now, and you want to become a baller, think about 14, 20 teams now all over the states. You think more and more girls aren't going to want to get into ball? Like, it's it's a growing industry. Yeah, so it can only game, grow. And I compared to black people because I was like, yo, we're, we, we didn't have a head start. Like, you guys had the head start. We, yeah, we came so in like, we, the rapid growth, so like, to your point, like, mm-hmm. got to give it time. Like, in time, we'll see things start to balance out. And that might be just optimistic in us speaking because, like, this countless, countless stories that keep saying, like, no, we're going back in time. You know what I mean? Oh, oh, what do you mean? Like, how so in, in terms of race relationship, relations. Oh, yeah. There's so much evidence to point that we're, we haven't moved or that we're reverting back. To say that we're progressing is so difficult these days. It's so difficult. You know what it is? Cause it's because it's just been like, hidden this whole time, and you're just it's been finding hidden, out. But like, like I don't like, feel like exposing it's doing anything but desensitizing us to it, and then not caring about it at all. Yeah, it's just weird because we live <laughs> in this weird time where you know, like technology and the internet really makes the world so fucking small. Yeah. Right. So that when I see certain things, I'm like. Okay, it's not that it might not be that hard to achieve. You know, like, that's my first mindset when I see yeah. certain things. Yeah. Um, sure. It's so small to the point where it's like the degrees of separation are actually gross. You know, it's like I'm all, I'm almost positive. I'm one degree separated from Will Smith right now. I'm almost positive everyone in this room is literally like at the most two degrees away from Drake. Yeah. No, yeah. I'm one. Yeah. One. I'm, I'm one. You yeah. know what I mean? So it's like it, that's how small it is. So yeah. I think. When I look at, um, do you guys wonder about that? Yeah, like, like, do I? I wonder sometimes where, like, adults in our mm. age group were they close with the celebrities of the city? If they were, they didn't know. They had no yeah, because they, they had no way. We there have was no. Tracking we have a way of tracking it. That's now, sick, right? And it's yeah. because of the internet. Is like a lot of things that I didn't think minorities, especially black people, would be into. Are now very much into anime, so, mm. not just anime, but like this whole like filmmaking, Film, editing, photography, coding, like behind like 100%. a lot of those things. I did not look think at the young black girl. It's the youngest uh, person in New York Stock Exchange floor. Yeah, the black girl, no, Lauren Simmons. Bro, the hobbies, the, people the people, yo, the people that edit like a lot of those big LA YouTubers are all black. Like most of them are black people. Yeah. Shout out to Sticks yeah. over at Vice editing. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, it's very interesting to see that this is where things are going. And, like, and we're just first generation. And that's that's the thing. So, well, exactly. so what I'm saying Especially is, in Toronto. And that's why I'm like positive or kind of optimistic. And and when I, I've said this before in, the, in, in this podcast where I think a lot of the majority of white people that walk around now, they just walk around and they don't care. Like, it's not like they're actively scheming against us. They're already like, the system is great place. Do whatever you want. Figure yeah. it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you just figure it out. I, I feel like there's majority, there are more people that are just like, chill. Yeah, and then you still have, yeah. you know, you yeah, still have your people still, that are like, actively trying to like, no, we can't let this go, guys. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> the power. Internet and social media will let you see that regardless, there's, we're still in positions of yeah. importance. Yeah. Like, you know, so you're like, yeah, I Man, still- look at it. There's a black guy running for mayor in Toronto in 2018. I didn't know that. Yo, know that. like, this This is like, fucking Lace would love this combo, right? Mm. But, I like, I'm heavily into, like, boxing and, like, MMA and all that shit. And it's man hugging. Man hugging, yes. Okay, no, this, this is going to relate to my point. So, uh, there's this one, like, 
comedian slash former fighter named Brendan Shop, mm-hmm. right? And, and he, he he told this funny story way back. back. Remember Kimmel Slice? Yeah. yeah. So, so he his movie's coming out. By there, the way. There, huh? Oh yeah, his movie. yeah, there was a show. There was a show uh, called The Ultimate Fighter. Right? Yeah, 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 I remember. Yeah, yeah. Brendan Shop and Kimmel Slice were on the show together. Okay. And this guy Brendan Shop, he's he's white, but he. Like when his head shaved, he look he could easily pass for being mixed. That's sick. Like I thought he was mixed for a long time. And so he was like, nah, like I'm Italian, but like whatever. <laughs> it's fine. I'm Sicilian. So on this show, on this show, like for the whole season, everyone thought this dude was mixed. And he's sleeping one night. That's he tells crazy. his story how Kimmel Slice like walks into his room with like the only three other niggas on the show and he's like, Yo, Shop, get up, man. We gotta go downstairs. It's like white boys talking sweet about like black people saying N word and all this shit. And he gets, yeah. he Shop gets up and he's like, "Yo, I'm, I'm white. I'm, I'm not bro. black, bro." And he's like, "That's fucked up." But I'm not, I'm not black. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucked up. And like. Kimbo just looks at him. He's like, "He's like, yo, you're not black." And he looks in the back. He's like, "Yo, Shop's not black. He's not a nigga. He's still cool though. He's still cool. Yeah. We'll let him sleep, yeah. right?" But. Like anyway, That's so the funny. reason I brought this shit up is because like on the weekend, this dude won Daniel Cormier, yeah, yeah, two time, two time champ, right? Yeah. And I'm watching it, and I'm seeing like a lot of black kids who were younger getting into like MMA, yeah, and boxing stuff. But this comedian said he was like, he was like, yo, listen, if if more like African Americans got into MMA. They would probably dominate the entire sport. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Say that about hockey too. <laughs> but the problem is, like, the, for hockey is like the financial yeah. stuff, right? Yep. And he's like, a lot of like black kids, for example, will get into boxing. Those stuff like boxing because of the whole cultural. Thing. Yeah. They don't really see that in stuff like MMA. Mm-hmm. But now it's changing. Like a lot of like social media. I'm surprised that there's not a lot of black fighters. N- no, Rampage. No, there's a lot. No, there's a lot of the best fighters in the world. Like most of the champions are black. But the problem is there's not a lot of black youth getting into it mm. because it's just like the way money set up against other professional sports. Um, they don't understand. Like, it could also said, come like, back to race, right? too. Yeah, no, it's racing. Remember how you said, like, oh, man hugging, right? Like, that's the mentality a lot of us have. That, too. See it. Yeah. So we're like, ah. I'm Homophobia gonna, in the I'm black community. Box. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like. And I mean, not, not even just that. Um the stigma that is wrapped around us violence already like you know what yeah. i mean like Very if we're true. gonna go <laughs> sign up for something more violent now yeah. you know you're gonna be looked at that way a lot more and that's weighs heavier on your conscience Definitely. i'm pretty sure be, like i really am starting to empathize with like large black guys and like questioning do i even would i even want to be that yeah. because i can't i'm fucking 511 i yeah. like i'm i'm not a scary figure walking down the street yet white people still act like i am so what do you go through yeah <laughs> like what is your life like you know what i mean like if you're 66 in a place where nobody else is that's why i feel like your trade off is you still get girls I, so the like trade-off, plus the like trade-off is everybody got to be your friend. 
in a sense. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you don't want to piss off that like guy. Just a big from <laughs> I feel like we always are. Dog, <laughs> dog, I can swear to God, I feel like most white people view tall ass niggas as, as Michael Duncan Clark. God rest his soul. Gentle, Michael till Duncan. gentle till you're not. Like, literally, like, just because look how they treated him in that movie. Yeah. Because he's so big, they expected him to be some fucking, like, bully. Like, and he's just such a fragile character. You know what I mean? Like, he's like a child almost, his mind was. So, he was afraid of the dark, my nigga, like, <laughs> caught him out, he's like, you're my friend, like, yeah, I like some cold bread, sir, so it was like, I feel for these guys, especially if they are that, like, especially if they're the guy that is super fragile, has a lot of feelings, doesn't know how to express them because the world expects them not to have any whatsoever, like, the world already expects me not to have. Imagine a 6'6", six, six, D's, big titty ass nigga <laughs> me. Yeah. That yeah. nigga is not expecting shit. <laughs> like, Yo, I just... That's crazy. Sorry. Twitter is honestly one of the best... I think it's the best app on the planet. It is. Oh, I undefeated. I, I didn't mean to derail it's this conversation, but I just read some shit off. <laughs> Say it. Let it out. So someone unearthed a tweet. For, well, yeah, it's a Kevin Hart... In 2010. Oh, right? Jesus Christ. This is, this is not going to be... This is what, it's not good at all. It's so, not good at all. What was that? 2010 is a 40-year-old uh, virgin. This is what he said. I need to know if it's like actually real. It's a photo of it. But he said, light-skinned women usually have better credit than dark-skinned women. Broke-ass duck goes. <laughs> right? Jesus. What, then, what was the last thing you said? Broke-ass broke dark hose. And then oh, someone God. responded. This girl, Amberly, she says... I know she responded 40 minutes ago. She said, I know this tweet is old, but still. So I guess your mama's score is like, what, 100? And then someone responded, his mom has been dead for years. And then she said, okay, what did she die from? Bad credit. Oh, Yo, I've been yo. seeing a lot of, I've been seeing a lot of the, um, my mom died or, or um, actually the, her, her mom passed away. Like I've seen at least two or three of these screenshots. Yeah. Of different people saying that, and the person being <laughs> double cold. Like this one girl was like, "Doubling down suck. on that This girl said, "Go suck your mama." <laughs> the girl's like, "Um, I think her mom died." Well, go suck her bones then. I was like, "Are you <laughs> fucking kidding me?" Suck her marrow. Twitter is actually probably one of those sad. Like, Kevin Hart, two thousand ten, was uh, seriously funny. It was when he made that special. This one. Oh. Hmm. Yeah, the people that Jesus don't like Christ, we are old. Yeah, the people that don't like Twitter are the ones that like just don't. They can't find the right places on it. Yeah, no, that you got You got to follow. And my thing is all about duality. You got to have people you don't agree with, people you do agree with on your timeline for it to really pop. Yeah, and you got to know those Twitter people. Mm. There are Twitter people, like people who are not famous anywhere else, but, but on Twitter. Twitter they're the shit. Yeah, and they probably work. The UPS or something, but they be tweeting and they're fire. So if you find those people, hold on tight. Like whenever I see somebody with some dark humor, I follow them yeah. almost immediately. <laughs> I honestly just started getting back into Twitter because of you. Yeah, like, I really honestly, I, I left Twitter. I Twitter actually cut never the really fucking used check, Twitter. my nigga. Sorry. And yeah, I started reading Twitter. I'm like, yo, Twitter has really stepped up its game, and since it first started, it really hasn't at all. Well, in terms of Twitter like, Twitter is one of the one apps that has literally. Almost never changed. The only thing that has changed is gifts and pictures. Well, in terms of like how they uh, 
lay out. Yeah, how they disperse information in like kind of section. Algorithm. Like yeah. Mm. So, so things like how you can see like what somebody else liked on your homepage. Mm. Uh, even like the, the things that are trending that they put up and like throughout Twitter, like you could really find a lot of the news there before you could find anywhere else. I mean, that was the point of it back. When I oh, that aspect it, has always been the same. Yeah, yeah. Like we, it's a running joke on Twitter that people in Facebook land hear shit two weeks later. <laughs> like they still don't know yeah. Trump president. That's a running joke on Twitter. So, the more you know, the more you know. Gabriel Union. Let's talk about Gabriel Union real quick. She uh, noticed the Sundem, her stepsons, liking only light skinned girls <coughs> on Instagram. Thought it was uh, wise to sit the young men down and express how our beautiful dark sisters are also treasured and cherished in this world. You guys think that was a good idea? Would you guys do this if you saw your children indulging in only the lighties? How, how, why don't you ask that <laughs> question, Mr. Lighty? Only, um, <laughs> only if they were talking mad shit about other girls. Like if they're okay. Like, only if they're like... Talking like, down on dark skin girls yeah, while like they're uplifting like light skin girls. Everyone's got a preference. I don't yeah. care what the fuck you, you like, right? See, Everyone. but that's my thing. It's like in this story, it's only saying that they're just liking. She only saw them liking light skin girls. So she's like, mm, let me tell you about my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? I think she shouldn't have intervened unless she saw that they were, like I said, talking shit about. Like yeah. they were saying, I like light skin women. Because they're not like fucking these dark colors. You know what I mean? Like, okay. That's when it's a problem. Otherwise, okay. leave them the fuck alone. Like, okay. I don't think you need to say anything. Sav, you feel the same way? Uh, no, I feel like. Okay, me personally, I'm thinking. Hey. Myself. I'm just thinking I know how you be getting. Sometimes, you know how I be getting. Man, you be getting. Sometimes I feel like you need to, you need to grow into into your preference or into what you're into. Like you, Everyone has stages. And even if it's like the media or whatever this kid seeing that makes him feel attracted and specifically the light-skinned women mm. that will that's switch. what it is now at a certain point mm. that will switch mm. or, or you know that same you'll be woke or yeah you'll be, let him go through that like whatever you say it should be like religion like eventually like just like choose exactly yeah, yeah. choose what you truly believe in yeah. no yeah. don't choose based off of like so if you're a parent if you're a parent so, so if you're a parent and your your son or daughter was only dating white white people, you wouldn't say a word. Just let them like you. Th- you would expect that they might grow out of that or like change their preferences a little bit. But I, I don't even see me taking that seriously. I think like just the way I am, I'd probably crack a one two joke because I'm ignorant. Okay. <laughs> Bring that cracker in my house. I'd make them aware that I'm noticing their pattern. Yeah. I wouldn't shame them. You like milk, huh? <laughs> you like milk, huh, son? <laughs> I don't know. Like, I can't, Good for your bones. Yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's, it's weird. But if, I would find it... And then again, I would find it a lot more acceptable if I was out there living in, like, I don't know, Barry or, like, or, mm. like Newmarket or something. And yeah. then he, all they knew was white people. Okay. Yeah. Whole different story. Yeah. Variables. Okay. There's variables. Yeah. Norm, do you agree? Uh, Well, as a dark Filipino, mm-hmm. where, like, if I go back to... I, I, face racism in my own country yeah. right shadism is a real thing um and i wish that my parents and like the the people around me instilled i guess better um beauty standards 
Because, mm. you know, sometimes Filipinos could be very uh, superficial. But they need to. You know, just like, oh, you know my daughter, she's in a pageant. And it's like, whatever, mm. you know. Who the fuck if she's in a pageant or not? Mm. She ugly as shit. Right? <laughs> what, all I care for is, all I remember is, like, when my cousin, he grew up in a white hood. And I grew up in the black hood. And I always felt like, oh, I'm the hood dude in my family. And he was only dating white girls. And when he dated a black girl, I was like, what? Yeah. Do that? I thought that was supposed to be my role. Yeah. And that's when I was just like, oh, this whole time I was the racist one. Mm. Right? Thinking that, like, only I'm supposed to be the guy, the Filipino, that, you know, like, not you. You got what? what? You, you cuss? Okay. I cuss. Yeah. Shit, I'm the piece okay. of shit. There we go. So, but... Uh, I assumed because he liked white girls, he wouldn't like a dark-skinned girl like that, right? Mm-hmm. And then even when I, you know, liked my first black... When I, it's a thing. When I liked my first black girl, this is a Somalian chick, mm-hmm. I was like, wow, this is... this is." Pro-, I was talking to myself, like, this is progressive of you, Norm. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, wow, you're stepping outside well, of... Well, you got it. I feel like you got to notice it. Even, yeah, right? even if you're in it, you got to notice that, like, you're, this is different for people. Yeah. Like, for other people. And it might be something you've grown with your whole life, like just wanting black girls. And, but more power to you. But you, know, like, you know Keith Pedro's son? No. Well, okay, sorry. This, this other Filipino comedian in the game here in Toronto, his son, who has a, a half sister, has a sister that's half black, but he's full Filipino because whatever, the mother had two different fathers. Right. He loves black girls and only black girls. And he's... Nine years old, ten years old. Seen the light, right? Seen the light. And no pun intended. And it's so funny because <laughs> Keith's like, "Yo, just talk to your uncle Norm if you want to work on that, right?" Oh, like, yeah. nice. And I was like, "Uh, yeah, but it's, I don't even think it's uh, a thing about color anymore for me. It's just, yeah, you know, I grew out of the idea it's of a color, culture. and it's culture. I just yeah. love the cultural aspects yeah. Yeah. of it. I like the way, uh, you know, I like a little bit of." You know, he likes the smell of coconut oil in the morning. <laughs> he likes seasoning like, on his meat. I like a certain type of faciness. Like, yep. You know, when 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 a, when a woman like there's some, some Asian some women sexy, are so yeah, there's some good black woman faciness. Like just like just yo yo come here, son. Yeah, it, it's it's Neo's <laughs> song about liking the chick when she's mad. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. I love that shit. I'm like Neo, yeah. when you're mad, right? <laughs> so. Racism. I don't even know if it's racism. It's like amongst the now black I know community. it's racism. <laughs> Sorry. No, like like amongst the black community, um, people from different cultures, like African versus West Indian. Have you seen people been like, uh, I don't date. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, of course. Definitely. I I understand it to an extent. Shadism and like colorism. It's I think it's a little bit more than that though. I think it's a little bit more than that though. I think it's like just culture in general. I feel like it for some reasons West Indian people like. It, they're like, okay, if I'm going to date a black person, I'm going to date my own type of black person. There seems to be that going around. Because well, I don't see a lot of, like, you, I see some some um, relationships, but the majority of the relationships where I see um, African, West Indian, it's the girls, um, like, Nigerian or African, yeah. and the guys all, almost always Jamaican. Mm-hmm. 
do you find that there's like a, is it because, oh, I'm just going to stick to my own culture, I'm going to stick to what I know, or is one looking down on the other? I think definitely African people, I've heard African people talk shit about me, like in a way of I'm inferior. Well, I've heard it. you know, the way that I've, I always say, I've heard, you know, people say Filipinos are the Mexicans of Asia or Filipinos are the Jamaicans of Asia yep. in the same yeah. sense where they'll look at, there's always like that bottom, like mm. bottom feeder, bottom yeah. feeder of your specific yeah. colored race or whatever. Like they say the Sri Lankans to Indians. But or, I feel like the West Indians you know, say things about African people almost as much. I feel like it's just, we just, we're just miserable people. We're just miserable people. We like to voice our concerns and our thoughts. And we're very, we just express ourselves a lot. That's just a part of our culture. And so, and, and it's, a, it's a very West Indian thing to put people in boxes as well. Like Chinese people can't drive. Indian people bring your property value down. Like there's so many things that I've heard growing up they come from a place of just West Indian ignorance. Yeah. That they all, and they all do it. Like it's like yeah. they're all the same person. Mm. Um, and yeah, even growing up, like for me, I I don't like for general consensus. I feel like you guys all kind of disagreed with Gabrielle stepping in, unless it they were talking down unless, on. Unless there was a bullying. Yeah. Aspect. Yeah. So, but I feel no. I, I think right it was thing. great. I, I think it was perfect. Yeah, he was saying that she I did I think it was thing. amazing. Well, and I feel I too that ask, she did I need to ask a question though. Like, hold on. Like, what was she saying to them? Yeah, I don't know. But they didn't detail exactly what she was saying. Was, it was more but so it sounds just... like she was empowering dark Okay, then yeah. yeah like, I, she I wanted I them yeah. to notice the beauty okay, yeah. and certain nuances of black I beauty. Yeah, then I don't, I don't think there's a, a problem that... Cause no, the problem with that is that she chose to do it. Do you guys feel like it was necessary for her to do you know what? I think I think in this day and age, it's necessary. It, it might have been necessary mm-hmm. because of the way you see, like the way I see, some like young boys talking about, or even, even young boys, friends. friends. Yeah. Yeah. When I see guys talking about certain friends. things, yeah. I'm just like, it makes me uncomfortable. If I get you know uncomfortable because I, mean? I you, oh, being the woke friend is stressful. You know, but it, but it's so fucked up, like, man. Like I. For the for the most part, I've always been in like interracial relationships, mm-hmm. but I still find it incredibly uncomfortable. Like I find it more uncomfortable than some black people I know that have only dated black people that talk shit about darker skinned women, mm-hmm. which I find is crazy because I'm just like it. It literally shakes me to my core when I hear some like dudes it's a, talk down on dark skin. It's skin-like. a fucked up inferiority complex. Yeah. When I was like, when I was growing up. Um, I remember this specifically. I don't know why I'd never forget this, but my we were all at the dinner table. I'm guessing it was a Sunday. Um, and my mom was... I, I don't know how the discussion came. I think we were talking about girls. And it's like me, my, my three older brothers, my little brother, my little sister. We're all around the dinner table. And um, the conversation came up about like wives and like when we get married or whatever. And somehow the question came to, like, what type of girl you want to marry? I'm like, and all of us were like, I'm not marrying a Jamaican girl. No, no way. I'm not marrying. My one brother's like, I'm not even marrying a black girl. Nah, no way. And I was like, yeah. If I date a girl, it's going to be Spanish or something. And, like, we were all, like, so against it. How old are you guys? Really, like, I was in grade 10, grade 9. I can't remember what grade I was in. But I remember at the time my mom just advocating for, for black women yeah. and just being like, basically doing what Gabrielle Union did, just being like, open your eyes, like black women are amazing. Like, 
just like promoting them, putting on for them yeah. while we're trying to like dismiss them. And wasn't that great to discover that yourself though? Like to just like to discover have that moment, have the epiphany. Like you go through dating whoever you date. Yeah. And then you just come to terms of oh for me it wasn't even it didn't even come down to dating. It was just life in general. Life, like just yeah. looking at what black women accomplish is like looking at what Jamaica has accomplished. Or look at mm. what black people as a whole have accomplished, given the circumstances. Because given the circumstances, dark-skinned women have had it worse than majority anybody in the entire existence of the world. So the fact that, that that's happened, and yet they're still out here just flourishing, and majority of things that I notice flourish, only flourish because there's a black woman involved, it's, there's something there that's undeniable. Yeah. And like once you see that, you can't unsee it. And then it's, it's more things just start becoming apparent to you. You start seeing that black girl magic that you hear about so much. Yeah. Like, I don't know if it was a thing of maturity for me, if it was the times, if it was a mixture of all these things, but just reflecting on, on where I want to be in my life and what I want to do and what I want to accomplish and who I want to be there, I want to be a black woman. And like, I'm fine with that. I've never... I'm not gonna waver from that because like what I've seen the light for so to speak, but like that's not to say that I'm I'm not open to being with somebody else. I'm just saying like right now black women are popping. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. <laughs> if you're gonna put in a list out there of oh what are your top preferences? Yeah. Black women gotta be at the top. You know I yeah I'll keep her. I'll black keep women it real gotta be at the top, and I'm not. Uh, hey, I'm not opposed to white girls. I've dated white girls no. in my life. Like that's not. Yeah. It's not something that I'm like against. Mm. But at the same time, like I said, man, black women are just different. I I don't know if I speak for like this is just me personally, but I've I'd say I was kind of forced into like in looking in really looking at myself in the mirror. I'm like, what kind of girl likes me? Mm. And then I'm like. What's the patterns in life? Aside from Filipino girls, which is obvious, what race actually digs me? And I don't know if As it was a, man, a cultural thing. That in. Yeah, yeah, I don't know if it was a, because like I was into hip hop culture and all that. Like, if I easily went into rock culture, would white girls like me more, right? But fact of the matter, I like graffiti, break dancing, hip hop, all that stuff. So naturally, with that culture came a certain type of woman, and. And that's you want kind of where to I have similar interests that's where, as you. But then I also like here's another fucked up thing. In thinking of where I used to want to go on vacation, you know, mm. you think where am I gonna get fucked? Where am I gonna get some pussy? What happened to pay for it, right? Yeah. I'm and as an Asian dude, I'm like we are the most undesirable men in the world. Mm. Who would actually want to fuck me in their country? And I'm just like it narrows down to like the West Indies because like. There's not really many places I can go. Like Trinidad, there's there's enough Chinese Trinis, Jamaica, Chinese Jamaicans, and they're kind of accepted in within the West Indies. Yep. Where I go, I can yeah. go to the Philippines and they'll look at me and be like, "Oh, he's too dark of an Asian. I don't want to fuck that yeah. guy." Yeah. And I'm just like, and then I'll go everywhere else in, in Taiwan. No one was looking at me. Europe. How about the biggest ass I've ever fucked in my life was in Asia? But guess what? She was black. She was a Botswanian chick. She put the butt in Botswana. And I was just like, <laughs> How the hell is this like? My, yeah, this is really it. the cards that I have. To, I don't want to even say these are the cards I have to deal with, but like, I'm happy with having you know yeah. spades and clovers in my deck. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Cool, but it's as a result of being, you know, 
having to deal with that. It's you a know, just the way to look at it. Yeah, yeah because it, you definitely have to factor that in when you're looking for someone who likes me. Like, right? let me not go past my range, cause that's and that doesn't even have to do with just race. Because a lot of niggas shoot past their range with wallets. And I hate to say this about black women too, but I've known a lot of black women that have been like, uh, you know, you're the closest thing to to being a black guy without being a black guy. And I was like, jeez, what are you saying about your own men now? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. 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 So it's it's on both sides, right? I feel like it's just... It's, it's especially when it comes to dating, it's about range. got to know your range because you shoot out your range, man. Yeah. Sometimes you get lucky, but majority of the times you get overwhelmed or underwhelmed. Like, you know what I mean? You got to know your range. You know what I really, really hate to see? When, like, you see, like, a really sh- beautiful, dark black woman or, like, even a beautiful, just melanin-filled woman. And sorry to the white people by saying this, but, like, in a relationship with a white man and like you could see there that 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 melanin magic just like disappearing as a result of being subdued by this <laughs> white man uh, this guy say white people are dementors wow. that's crazy <laughs> <laughs> sucking the black out you Yeah. And they're also basically like gonna have a white child that's mm-hmm. gonna look like one of the two, if not both. Yeah. I think with us, we're so much quicker to like, like maybe like export that <laughs> type of like we don't think about that. Like we don't think of like it, it, it only came to my mind the other day. I'm like, yo, if 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 we as black males continue just like kinda liking what we like, like the majority preference. Yeah, you're not gonna have a lot of little black boys running around that look exactly like you. Yeah, yeah. Like things are gonna. Yeah, fuck, bro. This is like such a. It's a very weird and like super. It's it's almost triggering only because this this past uh, I literally had this conversation with my aunt the other day. Like Mm. she was, she was. Why you not find you a good, nice black girl, man? I know they. That's that's the number one conversation. Why you not find you a nice? Cool, black Christian girls. So take this in. Like, we were talking about variables and shit, right? Yeah. When I, when I moved here, uh, I was living... Do you guys know... You ever heard a high school called Clarkson? In yeah. Chicago? Yeah. So pretty much the area that I lived in when I moved here was like a whole... Mainly minorities, mainly black people, a lot of Asian people. That's where I was living. And then before my younger brother and I were going to high school, mm-hmm. my mom was one of those... Um, she used to teach at some schools. Okay. So she was like, I don't want you going to Clarkson. Like, it wasn't, she, okay. it wasn't even my choice. Like, I don't want you going to Clarkson. Because Clarkson at the time was, like, really fucking bad. Mm-hmm. But all my friends that I had made from when I moved to Canada were going there. Like, yeah. all my black friends, all this shit. So I ended up going to Iona, which is, like, a Catholic school. Mainly white people. Maybe, like, 15 or so black kids, right? Mm-hmm. In my grade alone, there was probably, like, five. Mm-hmm. And then I went to McMaster. And it was, like... It was like the most amount of black people I'd ever seen 
at once at school. Yeah. yeah. Right? But the crazy thing was, I was, at that time when I was in university, I was still working, like, back in, uh, back at Shorey Gardens. Mm. So, McMaster's in Hamilton, Shorey's in Etobicoke. Yeah. Yeah. So, I was, like, I was at school, then I just dip, go to work. Right? So, I never got to build, like, these crazy mm. bonds, relationship yeah. bonds with a lot of black people until, like, years later after school like when i'm in the industry like yeah. shooting and all this type of stuff and my aunt sitting there she she wasn't even asking she genuinely was not asking me from a place of like being like rude or anything yeah but she was just like because she saw my girlfriend and she she obviously thinks my girlfriend's like incredibly good looking mm. and she's like why like why aren't you dating like a black girl like she was genuinely interested and i had to explain this whole story like all of this and i've never had this conversation with my parents right and she's just like when you lay it out like that it makes a lot of sense yeah right like everything makes a lot of sense well, but, but then I, optics yeah but then i got to this weird point where i actually begin began to think that black <laughs> black girls did not like me because mm. they could it's almost like they, they could, could sense that out, you chilled with white they people could sniff <laughs> out that like I had just been in situations where I was always surrounded by white people. Interesting. But it was because mm. I was always in your own head. But because I was surrounded by white people, I was so hyper aware of that that I felt like I was like super pro black. Wow. You know, not like forcing it, but I would. But like, you're the I representative. Would, it was almost like I was a representative, so yeah. I would see shit all the time, and I'd be like, "Yo, this is fu- this is fucking wild." Like yeah. I'm noticing this shit because I'm surrounded by you guys. Yeah. But then when I would like hang out with mainly black people for the first times. I was like, yo, am I like an outsider here? Like, can they tell? And I didn't know if I was in my head. It's also a it's thing. Like, no, it's like, no, guys, I got information, yeah. man. Yeah, because yeah, <laughs> that, that kind of happened with me as well, but not this, to the same extent because, like, uh, a lot of black guys that I became friends with moved from Toronto, mm. and they were, like, in, like, majority black schools. So, like, yeah. they yeah. still had, like, those mannerisms that yeah. you wouldn't find just chilling in Maple if it was somebody that grew up in Maple. Yeah. yeah. So... When I, I remember, like, when I started hanging out with majority black people, I remember feeling a sense of, like, this feels, like, I feel, like, better in no, this situation. No, it's normal. But yeah. at the same time, there's that thing of, like, they can tell. They know oh, I'm not. Yeah. They know I'm not from yeah. around here. <laughs> like, because it's, like, it, it, you, you don't realize how nuanced black people are when you are the only black person representative in a amongst so much white people yeah. they throw all these stereotypes onto you mm. and think and like look to you to be that that yeah. black person right yeah so now you're thinking okay this is how black people just are and you're not realizing that you as yourself even though you've just chilled with white people you're still black to them you're, like yeah. that's not going to change there are black people who are just as black yeah. thought wise or whatever you want to think of however you want to think of black there are people that are just as black as you yeah. that are exactly like you. That yeah. like who you chill with is not defining who you are to your core and who you are as a yeah. person. So it, was, it took me a while to just get out of that. And I think what helped along the way too is just connecting more with my Jamaican side. Yeah, and course. just like tapping into that more and like embracing that more and learning more about it. And once I learned more about it, I was like, yo man, I'm, Jama- I'm good. Like, <laughs> I'm fine. Do you think that if some if a black dude is not dating a black woman, it means he has a problem with black women? Um, no, but I feel like there are a larger majority of 
black guys that do date white men, women who have a problem with black women. Okay. They may yeah. not say it. Yeah. But I do feel like there is a problem, and there is a there's a, there's a subconscious. Um, like media, society-driven side where they don't... You know, it's like that thing that you don't know that you don't know? That's one of those situations for me. They don't realize. It's it's just like them being misogynistic. They don't realize. It's something they've heard or their brothers have said, their dads have said, and they've grown up with it their whole life. So they just think that this is what... It is, this is who I am, this is how I am. And if people tell me I'm any different, they're wrong. They have problems. It's weird, though, because when it comes to, like, uh, black guys dating outside their race, the ones that have a problem, I don't think, I don't think it's subconscious. Like, I think they know, I think that they know how they're going about it is problematic, but they just don't care. I think some I feel of them... Like they know how it's being perceived. Yeah. I've seen some play into it. And... Because, like, okay. I've seen it's some played up where they, they bash it purposely for clout. Because we were at, oh, remember the, you were on it, the panel. Um, it was a two, you might have been with one other guy and it was two girls. Oh, at um, Lay Down. Yeah, 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 so yeah. Lay Down too, that, yeah. The first one that Ryan and I were on. Yeah, yeah. Like, the thing is, like, most people watching the, most people watching the show at that time, like you wouldn't okay, you wouldn't know that I hadn't ever been in a like a long relationship with a black woman unless I told you that. Yeah. Right? So when, when a, girl a girl asked me at the show and I said, No, like it's just it's, it just hasn't played out for me like that, she like her face immediately switched up to like it kind of like cost back because she assumed that I must have had like an issue with yeah. black women to not be dating black women for that and long. And they don't realize this, yeah. that aspect and that you're talking about. And then I the whole yeah. aspect. And then... It's that Childish Gambino no, thing. Childish Gambino yeah. talked about the same thing. But before I could even explain the aspect, they're like, they're like, oh, okay, like that makes sense. And I was like, how did like explain? Because I want to know. I'm like, explain it to me. Like, I don't get it. Mm. Right? And one girl was like, oh, maybe it's like the way that you dress or the way that you talk. And I'm like, None no, of those things, things are, are like relevant, relevant to white people because, and, and the thing is, I come from England. England. They actually are so, kind of relevant to white no, people. No, but the guys in like a lot of the men in England my age, like, oh no, like Europe, Monaco, Europe is like, probably different. Yeah, Europe is probably yeah, different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. White Europe people are completely different. Yeah, it was lost in translation because the mentality that I had was like so weird. And then it came full circle past weekend. Yeah, I'm. It was when we had like four a.m. last call. I just finished bartending at two. I'm outside. These three black women walk up to me. They're like, yo, where should we go tonight? I realize from the accent, they're not from here. Yeah. They're from Philly. And they see a black dude walk by. It's mind just like two in the morning. There's a lot of people on the street. They see a black dude walk by. Um, very stylish, right? And they're like, yo, is that, is that normal up here? Like, they point to me. They're like, is that normal up here? I'm like, what do you mean? And they're like, is he, like, gay or something? Because the way he was dressing, he didn't, he didn't look gay. But like to someone they're, from outside, they're, they're from Philly, yeah. right? Where niggas are on niggas are, all have beards, yeah. yeah. yeah man, all have beards. But this man was wearing like a tapered fit, walking a yeah. dog at night, yeah. like a local dog. So they're like, "Oh, is he gay?" And then some girl was like, "Nah, he's, nah, he's nah, just from downtown." Yeah, still, like, I knew, I knew he wasn't gay. One girl was like, "Nah, he's probably like trying to pick up some chicks." And like two minutes later, there's like four girls around him touching his dog, yeah. right? But, like, that's the loss of translation. But like, even that, that happens within Toronto. That, that's what I'm saying, though. People, yeah. people don't feel like they can dress the same 
in Scarborough that they feel what? they could dress are downtown. People don't think that they could dress the same in Saga that they could dress dress down. It seems like downtown is some sort of Las Vegas for people where it's like, oh, anything goes down there. You could be who you want. Downtown. I've been in Markham and Scarborough my whole life. Went to school in Windsor, came back here. And then moved downtown. So I've been down here for like almost oh, five years. Mm-hmm. Man, what a so fun. since then, of course, you know, I'm living with my girl. Yeah. You know, like you go shopping, you know, couples, couples time. <laughs> 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 what a night, Pandana Square Fun Show. I just went so that's all. I just heard, what a night, Pandana. I can definitely feel good. Anyways. So I was like, I definitely had a little basement bathroom right now. But anyways, so I'm living downtown. You know, shopping with your girl, you know, oh, this looks nice, cool. Who told me to go back uptown to Scarborough and go to Scarborough? And at the time, you know, this is before we canceled H&M. H&M had these, these t-shirts, they're plain, they're plain t-shirts. But for no reason, no function whatsoever, they just had a zipper in the back. Oh, no. you had this. Oh, no. I know that joint. TJ has one of those. <laughs> All right, so I thought, you know, I'm, uh, I'm cutting edge. Uh, uh, you know, and I, I went back to the hood like Jason Derulo. And then I said, because I think I was wearing a hoodie and I had it like under it. He's like, yo, bro. The guy tried to unzip it. What is this? He's like, what is this? What is this? Yo, I never got batted up. More than that, yeah, yeah. Like, Yo, you, if you unzip that shit, yeah. your real personality will come yeah. out now. Yeah. That's one thing I hope one of these, like, because it's going to take one of these goon ass old school rappers to really, like, destroy the stigma around ho- homophobia in the hood. Homophobia in the hood is so wild because majority. It's it's, so it's funny because so like, for nothing. For nothing. Yeah. And you know what I think? This is the other thing. Cause like I've, I've been thinking about the pause, the pause and the fire game, right? Yo, I don't say. This is my thing, right? There's a lot of people that that have a problem with it, and I understand it completely. Fire one for sure, for sure, because we know what the fire's for. We heard the song. We all heard the song. However, is is there a problem? And is it disrespectful to make homophobia a game? Because that's what it is for majority of it's cr- because it's like okay, it's like a, the mandem have their things. Every group of friends have their things. Pauses are definitely a thing, but you're never saying it in a like you're not being disrespectful. Like every time I've encountered it, it's never someone being disrespectful. Yeah. It's just like a game to them. And yeah. is it is it disrespectful to make sexuality a game? Because it's different from directly bashing and saying, yo, bonafire for yeah. for, the, no, for all those thoughts. You think like that, I'll fucking burn your life. No, it's different pause, than pause just saying fire because... Too. No, because this yeah. is... Okay, this is the thing. For example, a man will be like, yo, dog, those men were going hard. And a, a man will just say pause. Yeah. That sentence by itself, even if you try to make it gay, doesn't make sense. Doesn't make but sense, it's yeah. Funny. But it's funny to say pause because yeah. of the game and like. Yeah. But my thing is, I don't want to come off as disrespectful. That's the last thing I want to do. Yeah. And I, but I enjoy the game because we've been, yeah. this is something that's been going on since fucking, I don't know, Cameron Stop at Five. Like, yeah. when, when did Cameron Stop at Five happen? That's over a decade yeah. easily. 
So this has been going on since high school times. And man, it's been a game for man. Man have no problem with people who are homosexual. That being said, I think if you're going to play with the game in that aspect, you also have to be able to actively show that you're okay with that community. Mm-hmm. Actively show? Like, no, what do you mean? Not actively, like, but like, like you have to like you can't say. You it. have to prove you have gay friends. No, no. See, but that's what that's what I'm saying. Like, how do you approach it? Okay, for example, if let's say you're with the dog them, right, and you you know you have your pause game and you're walking down the street and you know someone, let's say you have a coworker that is gay. Yeah, I would. That's yeah. And they walk by and they say, "Oh, hey," you have to say, "Hey." Oh yeah, for sure. My thing is this. My thing is this is keeping the same energy. Okay. Yeah. So, so, for example, example my younger brother is gay. Mm-hmm. One of my younger brothers is gay. Yeah. He's been in the house when we were sitting in fire. Yeah. He has no problem with it. And he's my brother. I obviously love and care for my brother. Yeah. I have nothing against him for being gay. But at the same time, it's like, if I'm keeping that same energy, my thing is, if you're not keeping the same energy around your gay friends, that's when I feel it. Yeah. It would be yeah, disrespectful. Yeah. Right. Because okay. if you're yeah. trying to hide the game now, yeah. then that presents the game as a problem, Probably, no? Yeah. But if but who gets to define is it disrespectful? Because if some people don't find it disrespectful, but other the people reason, do, okay, the reason, then but do here, you but stop here, but, it? Like what is well, it? Should, see the thing with saying pause is like you're saying pause you should be saying well, you should never be saying pause, but if you're saying pause I feel like people are doing it because they don't want to leave it, have that thought on other people's mind. Like they kind of like pause that thought before it goes. To no, the but it's like it's a game though. Yeah. It's like it's like okay. For example, there's a game we used to play in in high school called B-box. B-box. Anytime you say a word that starts with the letter B, you gotta touch your chin or someone gets to box you. Yeah. So it's a game. Like no, I get it. So every time you you friggin' said a word with B, you touch your chin. That's like, yeah. It's almost the exact same premise. Yeah. And same same style of game. Mm-hmm. Only it's, it has to do with someone's sexuality. Yeah. So my thing is, d- what is the disrespectful aspect of it? If I can understand that, I have absolutely no problem stopping. But I don't understand what's disrespectful about that game. That's the other thing. No, it's like, oh, that would be so cool. That would be so lit. Dog. Dog. That would be so lit. And my problem is, why aren't gay people doing that? No, they probably are. But they and are they doing it in secret? Like, we're doing the pause game? Like, oh, I like this little pussy cat. Oh, pause. Like, you see what I'm saying? Like, that would be amazing. How funny is that? That's hilarious. That's reverse pause. That's hilarious. And I wouldn't, I would not feel disrespected, but. At the same time, we can't, can't ignore we roles yeah. in society and position. So, like, obviously, transgender people aren't getting as much many jobs. Yeah. Uh, gay people aren't getting as many jobs. Like, things aren't equal. So, is it wrong because we are the dominant sexuality? Is that... Yo, I will say, though, when it comes to the whole, like, like you said, I think a lot of it just relates back to keeping the energy the same. Because a lot of, a lot of like, the gay people I know or the friends that I have that are gay... They're not, I don't, I don't think I have any gay black friends now that I think about it. No, no. I'm really trying to think about it and I, 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 at least I don't know if, if they are gay or not, but, but my point is like all the gay friends that I have that I know like on a daily basis are not black, but they know, like they understand the 
the cultural aspect yeah. of a lot of black people and, hom- and homophobia, mm-hmm. right? So when they hear things, like, I've talked to them about it. Like, when they hear things like pause, they know it's not coming from like, oh, that's some like and are bad you, shit. Are you allowed to say anything to me if you rap along to those lyrics and sing fire of every boy? Like, if I see you in a club... <laughs> If I see a gay person in a club, like, and you're, you know, but you you're going off you that, and then you rail me up for that. Are you allowed to rail me up for that after supporting that music at the same time, in, which is almost the same thing, which is where everybody got it from? Well, I guess it's just like saying, you know, I've seen gay people in the club saying, Fire Murphy Bondam. My crew, my dogs, said, I've seen it. I've seen it, bro. And there's a, they, I've seen them eagerly just talk about it on the timeline, how conflicted they feel because it's a fucking bop. So it's like, I don't, I don't know. It's, that has always been a very touchy thing for me. And I, obviously, we got to get someone that is gay to come in and talk about something like that. I feel like that's, that could be a really cool episode if we just like break up some, some confusion. That there might be between people who are cisgendered and people who are not. Interesting. Hmm. Something to sleep on. Future episode. Any um any people in a LGBTQIAA community um listening? Make up IAA is that a no? That's no. It's IAA. Come on, you need to get on your LGBT. Three. Uh, yeah, I think they added. Bro. I think they added three letters. I'm pretty sure. Um. But yeah, um, if you guys are interested in a conversation like that, because obviously you can tell that we have nothing but love in our hearts and are coming from a place of love and want to just, we just want to learn. We just want to get better as men. Because the men are trash. Um, just come in or hit us up, uh, Twitter, Extra Gravy Show. Hit us up at Instagram, Extra Gravy Show. Hit us up at Gmail, the Extra Gravy Show at gmail.com. And, um, yeah, let us know. We'd love to have that conversation. I feel like it's a necessary conversation to have um, because we don't want to be disrespecting people and not knowing we're disrespecting people. That's, like, the worst. Like, we've been doing that to women forever. Yeah. <laughs> and we're, we're slowly starting to, to learn from that. So we, we definitely do not want to carry on the same tendencies with anybody else. Um, so, yeah, come in. Let's talk about it. Thank you guys for... Uh, you know, powering through was that two hours and motherfucking forty six minutes. Longer, longer. No, no, that's it. It actually oh, says, that's yeah, oh, okay. that's that's actually the time. That's actually the time that's on the recording. <laughs> yeah, right in your, it's in your hand. It is, yeah, by the millisecond almost, um, in your hand. Um, <laughs> thank you guys for listening. I'm Marlon. I'm Big Norm. I'm sad. Shouts to Zamora. Thanks for having me on. No doubt, brother. Uh, make sure you guys check out the We Need to Talk podcast. Make sure you guys follow Top Boy on Instagram. Top Boy with a zero on the second O. Yep. And uh, I'm Marlon. Thank you guys for listening. And that was the extra gravy. Skr, skr. Suck your mother. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. 
And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you.